Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. I wonder if our, pe- our friends from New Zealand feel about having an intro with an Australian. He's Australian, right? Yes. Okay. Um, any, any time that we can hear an accent that comes from this side of the earth, it's yeah. fine, fine with us. Beautiful. I love it. So there's not this weird, like, uh, competitive thing with... Yeah, that was a rivalry. I thought you hated them. No, no. I mean, it's... I, I think I maybe said this on the last time I was on the cast. It's a wee bit like... I don't know. Maybe the Dodgers and the Clippers. No, that's two different sports. Yeah. <laughs> the no, Lakers and the Clippers. going to work. Yeah, fuck the Clippers. And fuck Aussies. Kiwis all the way. <laughs> Episode four thirty. Fuck Australia. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got. We got to say we got a great Australian uh, introing the podcast. Man, we we love them. Man, we you know we love everybody. Episode four thirty. The Bad Boys podcast. We'll have to randomly rant on all things movies and shit on countries we don't like. <laughs> I'm your host Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, aka MCP. Tony, would you like to uh, do us favors? Introducing us to the new the champion. Oh, he he kind of spoiled it already. He already did. Uh, he couldn't help himself. Everyone <laughs> everyone, everyone knew though. That's why they're tuning in. True. And, I'm, and I'm Vargas or Reyes. Oh, look I'm, at this guy! The other two guys <laughs> yeah. from the There you go. See, that's what you sh- that's what you messed up. You went for the Heineken. You should have got yourself a couple of grape sodas. Like uh, a couple of grape sodas. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> you always gotta go racial, man. <laughs> if you guys don't know, that is your champion. That is the people's champion, Reed Wilson, our favorite Kiwi. How are you doing, sir? I'm really well. Um, I uh, I got myself a a little mic. Um, I posted in the messenger. It's, it's and nothing little about me, my friend. Nothing little about me. Oh wait. Oh, you talking about something another? Oh, another mic. Gotcha. <laughs> It's about half the size of a, uh, a cigarette lighter, and I, I bought it a few years ago. Um, I was listening to uh, what was it, the Nerdist podcast, and mm-hmm. Chris Hardwick was going on about how um, after his dad died, um, he started listening back to a couple of podcasts that he'd recorded with his dad, mm-hmm. and he just thought about how special that was, and I was like, actually, that's a good idea. Uh, so I bought it, uh, my mum was turning 60, actually it must have been four years ago that I bought this thing, shit, because um, she just turned 64 yesterday, mm. um, and so we uh, we were staying uh, in a, a nice resort, and uh, we just got lickered up, and just, I, I sat and had a, effectively a podcast with them, just asking them stories about when they were young, and you know, what it was like before my brother and I arrived and we sat and had a, yeah, basically a four hour podcast. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And I've done it a a bunch of times since just, you know, sitting where I am now, um, which is at my, uh, my in-laws batch, uh, hang on, um, holiday home, lake house. There we go. Lake house. Um, which is three hours from my regular home. 
Which, um, which, considering the size of New Zealand, must be like uh, sixty miles away. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 or eighty yeah. kilometers. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not too far, I'm sure. Considering you guys could probably travel about four times the distance on the five at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. And never gets yeah. never get outside of Los Angeles traffic. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, we, we just sit down here and, you know, we get lick it up and just turn it on and just tell stories. Oh, look at that thing. That thing is tiny. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tiny little thing. But, you know, I was concerned last time that Harley didn't appreciate the the audio quality. So I didn't I didn't approve. I did not approve. No. Yeah, he said you sound like a little little guy. <laughs> so I mean I'm I'm working over here for uh, about another week um, so I thought I'd better bring it over with me just in case I win the championship and and uh, I need to hop on the cast which just so happened uh, I'd like to take this time to thank all the Uh-oh. others who, who played and there you go um, it actually Angelina did really well and yeah I hope to see her get up and uh, get into the the championship. League. Yeah, was it her that said if she had a couple accents in her, she would have taken it? Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, shots fired. What do you think about that, Reed? No, no, it's it's absolutely fair. I mean, okay. you know, there was a couple of points there where the the kids were obviously on her back, so she didn't have time any time whatsoever to put an accent together. No excuse. Yeah, no, she would have won. No excuse. Yeah. No points. No points. Good thing she didn't, though, right, Reed? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I love love chatting to you guys. Yeah, your accent at game has you've been killing it, my friend. So <laughs> just so you know, a lot of laughs over here. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you, some of those accents have been absolutely stunningly <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, and really hard to decipher too. Because we'd be like, "Wait, what did he say?" Yeah, what was, this, what was this guess? We're like, "Man, that's got to be a great accent." We well, when the accent is so good, I don't even know who's calling. You know. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, there's been a couple of times where you start the call and I can't tell whether it's me or Art. See, there you go. <laughs> yeah, because Tony don't announce who it is anymore. He just plays them in whichever yeah. order he got them. So, yeah. And my uh, my oh, guess is always was that Denaldo, but no, I'm always disappointed. I always get I always get disappointed that it's not, you know, because he doesn't need uh, accents. He says, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, maybe one day, hey guys. Oh, there's hey guys. oh, there it is. I think he did do he did do an accent once. <laughs> he did right? Yeah. yeah. Was it like a like a? Indian? It was horrible, is what it was. Oh, but, you know. <laughs> hey I'm kidding. Guys. I kid. I kid. <laughs> Oh, yeah, wasn't that the best though when everyone else was doing everyone else's accents? That's oh, good. that was good. <laughs> that was I great. think it was when uh, when those two clowns were on the other side of the country or something. Yeah, they were together, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yeah, that was oh, good, good stuff. Times. Good times. Yeah, I bet. Oh man, but yeah, hopefully Denali gets his ass out there in New Zealand. He gets to visit you, you know. Yeah, what is up with that? Is that uh any any more talk about that? Yeah, he's talking about it, so we'll see. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, he organized a trip to to Tiki Tour around the States, but, uh, yeah, I'm I'm expecting Donaldo to, to get down here at some point. I mean, 
you know, I hadn't been to Hobbiton uh, until September, and uh, yeah, then we we rocked up and we experienced it, and yeah, if it's something Donaldo wants to do, like yeah, yeah nice, get, get it done. I think Harley would get down there before Donaldo will. Yeah, Chris was looking at flights again. She was like, See? I think we think she was like, uh, she found something for like, uh, for all four of us, like 2500 bucks. I was like, God damn, wow, buy a new that, motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, well, how about this? You got any mountains Tony can climb out there? I don't yeah. mean, I'm, I'm literally we get Tony out right there. Now. Tony, how about that? Huh? Get more points to climb right? mountains than some other. Dude, you, you, you can you can raise up your your points, you know, when you go back to your club. I mean, your your club. And be like, hey, see that mountain New Zealand right there? Yeah, Tony, Clemish. I'll uh, I'll give that. you bonus points. There you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can take the day off one time, Tony. How about that? Right. <laughs> um, we, uh, I'm about 15 minutes drive away from the start of what used to be one of the original multi-sport events called the Coast to Coast. Um, and I mean, it started like 40 years ago, I think, where people basically literally ran, uh, canoed and biked from one side of New Zealand to the other. That's right up Tony's Alley right there. Yeah. And some people can do it in like 10 hours. Um, some people, it takes them a couple of days. Uh, I, I think actually on your first try, you, you're not allowed to do it in one day. You have to. Uh, split it over two days. Don't tell that to him, Super. He'll take that challenge. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck that. I'll show you, right, Tony? Yeah. I are, mean, you, are you looking it up right way. now? Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Hell yeah! Book that flight, son. <laughs> Reed, you be his trainer. A little Mac and Mike Tyson punch out riding the bike while Tony's yeah running. I mean, I, I can hand him chips if he wants chips. Beautiful hand him <laughs> chips. There you go. Why chips? Why why did you go to chips, Reed? I was what are you feeding a little Adam? I don't know what to feed him. <laughs> I know, right? He doesn't eat, right? No. I just pick your Tony on a hamster wheel like <laughs> chips so he can run faster. That's like where my mind went to immediately. Oh my god. He's like, I don't know. What does he eat? Chips? <laughs> Who doesn't like chips? You like chips, Tony? <laughs> Well, he keeps paying like $5 for each of those single chips that he enjoys. That's so true. The Reaper chips. That's right. At least the one. Oh, um, the, the chip challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, can get a big, you can get a whole bag of them for $5, Tony. How about that? Yeah. The concept. <laughs> Shit, on the run like that, though, you throw them behind me so I can run away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. What do you think, Tony? You, you you you're trained for that yet, or not yet? You're almost there, something like that. Oh yeah, no problem. As long as I don't have to swim. No Fuck swimming involved. You good? <laughs> Fuck the water, man. I can't you swim. Like water. As long as you I'll... don't fall out of. Class, you don't have enough swim. body fat, dude. You can't. You can't <laughs> swim. No, I'm serious. Like I have a theory. I have a theory that you need to have at least like a little bit of body fat in order to swim successfully. Otherwise, you just sink. <laughs> Too cold. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you can you can be in warm water. That's not an issue. But (laughs) no, not for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was picturing Reed on a boat with a fishing line with a chip hanging from it while Tony's swimming his ass off trying to get yeah. it. <laughs> Speaking of which, interestingly, I got an interesting question. Reed, is uh, is the beach really uh, hospitable down there? Yeah, so on the East Coast, uh, we've got, you know, just sort of uh, not white sandy beaches, but yellow sandy beaches. Um on the west coast, uh, it's it's pretty rugged. It's all stones, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty gnarly on the west coast. Mm. Um, this uh, in the North Island, um, on the west coast of the North Island, there's a bunch of really famous surf breaks uh, in uh, Raglan and. Uh, I forget the other one, um, but yeah, on the east coast, it's it's all pretty sedate. I mean, the town that I grew up in, literally, like uh, in the just towards the end of the nineteen twenties, I think it was, they created a port. Oh, which uh, comes up in uh, World's Fastest Indian. Spoiler alert! Yeah, right. Um, they they basically took a whole bunch of volcanic rock, dumped it into the sea, and created the port of Timaru. Um, but then what started happening is the coastal erosion that was happening once they dumped this big barrier in the way basically created this giant beach, which they hadn't expected, but turned out yeah. to be really uh, beneficial to the town. Um, but yeah, no, we've got nice beaches, but I'm not really a beach person. I like beaches here always involve. Work. He said, he said, bitches here. <laughs> That's exactly what I was hearing. Well, we got some nice bitches up in here. Yeah, you do. No, no, I'm always like, bitches leave. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Bitches leave. Can you fly? You, you gotta, you gotta do the voice. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny nice uh it's always windy uh wherever you are on a beach here uh whereas where i am now you know um at a lake um uh, it's you know it, it can be uh really nice and peaceful it yeah, looks very nice and peaceful yeah it is but i'll get more into that in the weekends oh yeah there you go there you go hey. Hey, hey, who's the host here? You and me. Relax over there. Take it oh, easy. Geez. Too much Jesus of that Heineken. Christ. Come on now. Take it so easy. Are you talking to me or him? <laughs> like I'm always yelling at you? <laughs> talking to the champ. Talking to the champ. Right on. Cool. Well, yeah, let's get it right. So a little real quick before we get into the homework that uh, our champ chose, the world's fastest Indian. And the runner-up was uh, Kill Bill, Volume 1 by Angelino. Uh, let's talk about the Grinch real quick. Um, took the family. Cost me $100,000. Took the family. Get I was going to say, it must be getting expensive nowadays. 50 bucks for the tickets, 30 bucks for snacks. God go. damn, son. Yeah. And that was like, that was like at 1 in the afternoon, too. How about that? Fuck so. that. I don't take my kids to matinees for nothing. Yeah, we know that, so... But the kids, uh, they've been talking about uh, the Grinch a lot, and then we saw a promotion for it at Universal Studios. So we're like, yeah, let's go check it out. 
the Saturday. We usually watch movies on Saturday anyway, so we took them to the theater to see it. And uh, yeah, you know, we, we you guys all know the story of the Grinch. It's just now added with CG. Benedict Cumberpatch does the voice. He did a good uh, job, you know. Um, but uh, Keenan Thompson from Mighty Ducks, Knuckle Puck, and Saturday Night Live, he plays this one character. He just steals the show. He's just like the, over the most happiest person on earth. Loves Christmas. You know, every time Grinch is around, he just says hi to him. And just, just an unbelievable nice. Every time he pops up, he just cracked me up. He made me laugh the entire time. Um, he was funnier than the main guy. I mean, the movie, you know, it was a short why It's like 30 minutes, the original cartoon, right? Um, so he had to try to prolong a little bit and there's some cool moments like the kids, like it wasn't, but it wasn't like, it wasn't funny. You know, that's the problem. There's some mm. chuckles here and there when he gets hurt, you know, slapsticky shit, but it just lacked a lot of like more, like more humor for me anyways, you know? I mean, it was entertaining enough for the kids that the other kids around like this, the random things, you know, with like the whipped cream that the moose is eating, it comes out of its nose, you know, it's a little shit like that. That's funny. Um, but you've seen the trailer, you know, it's, you've seen it before, but for the time, you know, it it was it was fine. It, it, the kids liked. I mean, they didn't love it. Like Reagan said, he gave it ten out of ten. Rivers still hasn't given us his uh, answer. He does. I don't know. So we don't know if he liked it. Cruz said, mm. yeah, he liked it. You know. So you know, I guess that would somehow end up to being a dollar. I guess so. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Not so eight dollars to go in the theater, though. Uh, so let me ask you this: Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but much easier if we would have waited until until he got home to watch I, it on TV. I, I feel like uh, you're saying the weighted average was a dollar, but your personal review was a little less than a dollar. I mean, it was fine. You know, I I I wasn't bored. You know, I wasn't mad at it, like Harley always says. Yeah, I'll get points for that. You know, it looked gorgeous. You know, the snow and the Whoville. And the, and the and the kid acting, so I'm, I'm, I was a fan of the animation. Um, but I kept thinking, uh, oh shit, um, Ralph breaks the internet comes on next week. Maybe we should wait for yeah, that, buddy. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it was fine. When the kids want to go see something, I'm like, I'm gonna take them because they usually don't ever say, "Hey, let's go to the movies." So they want to see. You think head. you could have taken that what hundred dollars and spent it on a projector instead? <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, because Art's got that TV that looks like it's, it's it looks, you know, it's like a, it looks high, looks all right, but ain't no fucking projector, you know? Those are high quality movie viewing experiences you can watch at home. Shit, I've, I've been seeing uh, 4K projectors for like a grand. See? There you go. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And that's but, where you'd really see the resolution is on the, on a giant screen. Right. So, how, what size is yours, Harley? Uh, right now, I have it projecting right about a hundred inches. Okay, I think it's like ninety-eight. I think I measured, but I mean, if I move the projector back or forward, it changes it. So, I mean, the one night when the kids were gone and me and Chris were fucking around, we uh, I projected it on the wall, so it must have been twice that. So, that still look good, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It doesn't overheat or anything. It's not loud or anything. Uh, it does have a fan. Um, but when you're listening to a movie, uh, you don't hear it. I mean, you'll hear it during the very quiet scenes, uh, but it's not distracting or anything like that. So, okay. and it does it does shit out a little bit of heat out of the uh, out of the vent. But again, it's it's not an issue. Okay. Well, no, Arts had, problem. Yeah, Arts had yep. that TV for a week and he's only watched two minutes of it. So, <laughs> yeah, no, the, enjoyed. The problem with projectors is. You have to be able to control the light. 
they don't work well in, in in a room with lots of light. So you get out of town. Yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. That's mind blowing, yeah, Harley. Right. That's one of the one of the things when I walk onto a a brand new house is, you know, you start looking at where people have put their lounges, and you know, you can see they've got their lounge all wired up for a home theater system, and you're like, why have you put? Oh, so hang on, the sun will be different because a lot of times people will be putting their lounges on the northwest side of their house, which I guess for you guys would be the southwest. Um, like, there's no point putting it, anything that you're going to be watching movies in where the sun's going to be going down. The sun's and it's going to be shining right on the screen. The yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, people just don't. It's it's the last thing. I mean, I, when I bought our projector, I knew I was going to have an issue with ambient light. I just mm. knew it because the only spot where we're going to put it has a big light. Now I thought to myself, I could, you know, I could put up some blackout sheets and that would help tremendously. Um, have I actually done that? No. <laughs> Why not? They're Just expensive. Because it's cheap or because I'm too cheap and it's, you know, I gotta, I gotta build the frames and stuff like that for it. So it'd be a little project. And as so I just sort of force us just to watch um, movies at night, you know. Um, you know, Mazzy's been playing Grand Theft Auto um, during the day, and it's okay. You know, you can turn the brightness up, um, and it, it looks fine. But in movies where it's dark... You, yeah, oh, you let it you're... play game on the projector? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the PlayStation's hooked up to it. Yeah, but that's a lot of hours on the bulb. Oh, it's a LCD projector. The bulbs are like $95. Wow. Well, you can afford bulbs, but you can't afford fucking sheets. <laughs> well, and you still get thousands of hours out of a bulb. So it's not a... I don't know, man. She plays a lot of Grand Theft. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, when so. Jim and I used to, uh, first started living together, uh, I bought a projector, and we were literally using it as our main TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that... How many bulbs did you go through? No, just the one. Nice. Uh, I think we got about four thousand hours out of it. There you know, there you go. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I was wanting a projector, but I don't know. Well, and you're in a similar situation. You don't really have a great spot for one in the garage. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, absolutely. No, that would be a perfect spot for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would just shoot it. I'd hang it on the. Uh, um, your screen on the garage door, the oh, back yeah. side of the garage door. That'd be yeah. a perfect spot for it. Yeah. And yeah, somebody was doing that on Halloween. They're playing like some uh, zombie type videos. Yeah. On the wall, you know, and face it into the garage. That's cool. Yeah. So. So. But yeah. anyways. Right on. Yeah. So yeah, suck it, Art. You don't have a projector. How about that? <laughs> That's all you really want to just brag on art, huh? <laughs> but yeah, that was the Grinch. There you go. <laughs> he bought it. He, he bought it for eighty dollars. It's a first. He would have sold it. <laughs> the guy that I'm working with this week, he went and watched The Grinch just before he came over. Um, he came over last night, yeah. and he said he fell asleep. Oh man! Oh wow! There you go. Good. That could happen. Yeah, yeah. the seats are comfy enough. Mine's, my, oh, we weren't in the recliner ones. Well, that was the thing. We went to the San Marcos Theater, thinking it'd be a lot cheaper. Fuck no. 
Damn. Thanks, thanks to MoviePass being a fucking cocksucker, I can't even use it anymore. Every time I look at screenings, there's nothing available. Nothing. No matter what time. Wow. So, like, no movies are available at all or just ones no. you don't want to watch? Sometimes there's, like, a random movie. Yeah, some Robert Redford movie comes up, you know? For like oh, that's one... why you've been making Robert Redford jokes lately. Yeah, that's the only fucking thing that comes up. And then... uh Old, old Man and the Gun. Yeah, is that the, is that the newest one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. And then I'll go on there. It's like, no screenings for, for at this theater at all. I'm like, what the fuck you mean there's no screenings? You guys are playing movies all day long. And then I'll go to another theater. Same thing. Another theater. Same thing. Another theater. Same thing. It says nothing's playing. It's like, wow. That's interesting. That's how they're getting – that's how they're saving money, <laughs> getting yeah. out so of I their businesses. Want, yeah. So I almost wanted just to get that ref for one and just fucking get a ticket, not even watch it. Just go to the theater, get it, and fucking make them pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> piss them off that's interesting that they're so there's no um conditions on what movies are available yeah well they just keep changing the rules Fuck and do you up. pay and do you pay for the for a year or for month to month or well, I, got as a, I got as a gift for the year remember so oh that's right that's right so i got my money's worth i would say or you know, my yeah worth, so but yeah it's horseshit my buddy jeff just joined and i can't see shit well fucking bullshit yeah, that is, they sent me that some is cute weird. little letter uh, email saying, "Oh, uh, Bark the Dog is working on you know improving the app or whatever." I'm like, "Bark the Dog, trying to be cute." Your emails, go suck a dick. This is some bullshit. So I tweeted out to him, like, "Hey, how's that fucking Bark the Dog working on?" And I showed him a video. I'm using the app where I can't see anything. I was like, "Hey, how's that cute ass dog working on uh fixing this fixing this problem?" Movie Pass, and for some reason they didn't reply back to me. I don't know why. It's weird. So waiting for their reply. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. So, yeah. So Tony, you said you saw them, but you're gonna wait for the. Yeah, yeah. For, for the, the homework? for the extra. Oh, okay. Right on. And then Reed, you say you're watching a bunch of stuff. You just couldn't remember. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I I could open Plex, um, but I'm talking on my phone right now, so. Um, yeah, some stuff, uh, with the kids, I've just been going through a whole list of stuff with the kids. Actually, uh, oh, we watched, uh, Skyscraper, um, the girls really enjoyed it, and I was like, look, you know, I'll hold your judgment until we watch Die Hard, and I was like, <laughs> 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 so you did it all wrong, Reed, you did it all yeah. wrong, you showed them the wrong movie first. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. Well, maybe yeah. they'll enjoy Die Hard that much better when they're like, or although, or or they might compare it to Skyscraper and say, "Man, this movie, this movie's like trying to be like Skyscraper." Then you're really fucked up, Reed. Oh, no, nah, I mean Piper's favorite Christmas song is the Run DMC. Oh, Christmas well, there you go. Which Jeez. which which they played a little bit in during the Grinch. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tyler the Creator does like the score. He comes up, he's on it a lot, which is crazy. Like the Grinch is all like hip hop out, and yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Pharrell does a narration. Pharrell and Illumination, they must have a, like a great working um, um, business relationship. Yes, yes, because you know how they do all the songs for Despicable Me and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's such, and it's good because those songs are fun. Like when we're Universal, we're in that section of Despicable Me. They're playing that fun, fun, fun song. That's just a catchy song. So yeah, that's what's funny. But yeah, if she likes that song. 
Oh, in the, the fans of uh, original Bill Johnson. Um, Who doesn't? Oh, yeah. And Claudia, at the moment, she's going through... Um, Family Matters? Uh, no, no. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air for the second time. The whole lot. Whoa, oh, wow. She enjoyed the, the entire lot so much the first time. She's going around again. Whoa. Um, and then when we're in the States, uh, obviously, you know, I had to get them to try Twinkies. So they know what Twinkies are. So yeah, they'll, they'll love this film. They like the what? I'm sorry. Uh, they'll, they'll love Die Hard. Oh yeah, surely. Oh yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah. If you if you um, if she loves watching um, terrorists get shot up and blown up. You know? Yeah, which I mean, Piper was born on September 11th. But 2006, so mm. yeah, she knows she knows about terrorism. But we've tried to keep her away from any images or stuff that happened around that time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good call. So yeah, I know it's weird, right? When they compared it to uh, um, Die Hard a lot, and it just takes place in a building, you know. Yeah, I um, I was not a fan of that movie. I did not like it. What you what did you think of it, Reed? Yeah, it was it was fine, but it was just all set piece after set piece, and you're like, yeah, yeah okay. If yeah. you know, they kept uh, flipping back to the crowd, you know, down on the street, yeah. and you're like, if you were this crowd, you know, watching these big TVs, you know, watching this giant Hulk of a man wandering around this, you'd be like, what the hell is going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it, right. it was it was too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, your burritos um, are ready. Oh, that's uh, Chris's. Oh, washing dishes hey, what, again. What are you microwaving down there? Yeah. Oh, doesn't she see the red light that we're recording? Tell her, Harley. Don't oh, you see the red light that we're recording? She just walked away. She ignored me. Wow. Way to go, That's Harley. Me. That's how you do it. <laughs> Putting the Take notes, of, fellas. <laughs> laying the smack down. Speaking of the rock, Harley's the raw rock right here. She laying the smack it down. She's, she's been sick the last couple of days. Oh. Trying to take um, it easy I'm, on my wife. There you go. What are you going to say, Ray? I've got something random. Um, so here in... Randomly ran, baby. Yeah. Um... Uh, this week in Australia, big, big news. Uh, Bunnings Warehouse, which is... Oh, yeah, uh, I was going to bring up your question. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, so it, it's like a uh, Home Depot for you guys. Like, it's a home improvement, uh, you know, DIY store. Um, all stores, and it's not just Bunnings, it's other other stores like the Warehouse, which is our version of Walmart, um, like community places, like let's say I don't know you're you're a scout troop or girl guides or you, you're some sort of martial arts group. Uh, you can register your time to go down and use the barbecue that these places like Bunnings provide to cook. Um, now, we call them hot dogs, but here's where it gets complicated. Obviously, mm. I, I know what you guys have as a hot dog. I, I had one when I went to uh, 
went to the Cubs game earlier in the year. Um, our hot dogs don't look like that. We have two things that we call hot dogs, and they don't look anything like yours. So one of them, I think you guys call them a corn dog, which is basically um, a sausage that's inside batter and it's on a stick. Yeah, it's a hot dog with batter around it. As if the hot dog, yeah, as if the hot dog wasn't shitty enough, we had to fucking dip it in batter and deep fry it. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Uh, So we call those hot dogs, and you normally, I mean, yeah, you you get them from you know a a school fair or the fish and chip shop. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we have these other hot dogs, which are basically sausages in bread. Now, when I say sausages. Um, this because I I heard this on an American podcast that I listened to called the Daily Zeitgeist, and they were talking about it. And their interpretation of a sausage is more like a frankfurter. It's long and it's like really thin. Um, hmm. but they kept using the term link. Now, what is a link to you guys? Uh, it's simply uh, a sausage that is, you know, when they make it, they make it in a big, long, gigantic hot dog, and then they tie the links. Yeah, New uh, Zealand hot dog has pictures of corn dogs. Yeah, I usually, when I think of links, I always think of sausage links. They always right, have okay. Yeah, yeah. So so that implies, like, the the sausages when they're all sort of still stuck together. Correct. Right, okay, I get you now. Um, yeah, why are you so, guys so backwards? Why do you guys call corn dogs hot dogs? Get with the program. So basically, we have those sausages that get cooked on the barbecue, yeah. um, along with some onions, and you rock up to Bunnings and you pay a dollar, or sometimes it's two dollars, and the money goes to this charity or this uh, this local whoever, and they have to you know, provide the, the stuff themselves. Um, it's the cooked sausage in a piece of bread. Now, when I say bread, you guys have different bread as well. Like We have hot dog bread, buns. Right. But even like Wonder Bread, it looks like Wonder Bread, but Wonder Bread that you guys eat, like your bread is really sweet. Like there's a lot of sugar in it. Our our white bread doesn't tend to have any sugar in it mm. or very little. Um, but anyway, you, you buy this hot dog for $2. It's on a sandwich bread like this, like the picture Tony's got here. Yeah. Sausage okay, sizzles. You can, you can, yeah, Light yeah, bulb shower heads and sausage sizzles. What, Harley? <laughs> no, I was just reading the entire yeah. description. Got onions and ketchup. What a, that looks like a ghetto-ass hot dog. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, Bro, yeah. Reed, so, when yeah. dude, when I run out of hot dog buns and I have sandwich buns, that's, that's what, I, what do. I do. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Right, so you you know the concept. Yeah, I can see that that photo. There you go. That. Um, yeah, that's that's a sausage. So we have a Bunnings across the road from our house, and yeah. sometimes you know we've been known to give the kids two dollars and say, "Go and get your lunch, girls." Yeah. Um. The problem is this week that there was a man who had his onions, because it comes with onions as well. Gross. Um, 
he had his onions on top of the sausage and they fell off and he slipped and he hurt himself. Oh shit. In inside the Bunnings. So now Bunnings has ruled that if onions are to be on the hot dog, they have to be underneath the sausage. It's caused quite a stir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Reed, I don't know how I feel about that. Man. Dude. Uh, sounds like a trip. Yeah, oh, like it's... Come it's, on, man. Actually, something... Well, um, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're just going to gloss over MCP's fucking pun? <laughs> Thank you. Not even... <laughs> Tony, I got you, buddy. <laughs> I, I heard it, man. That was good. That was good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, in Australia, when you go to vote, because voting is um, mandatory in Australia. Well, not the voting itself. You have to show up to a polling booth on voting day. Um, well, you're telling me this is on a ballot now? No, no. So, <laughs> in, in, in Australia, <laughs> every polling booth has a hot dog barbecue so you can show up you don't have to vote but you have to show up to the polling booth Hmm. um and they have free sausages like the australian government puts on free hot dogs that you can just rock up and grab your sausage and your bread and go and vote fucking hey yeah but but i'm gonna be torn because i'm like damn do i want my onions under the sausage or over them that's some bullshit. Just because some one guy, one person I, dropped it. That's all it takes, dude. And, and they're like, "No, fuck it. Let, let's yeah. put let's put our toppings underneath all the you know dude, un- I, under the pizza. Let's flip dude. the pizza upside down, so yeah. just so the toppings don't slip off." Dude, I'm you know right. it's like yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, somebody yeah, somebody got their box and got it upside down. Right? <laughs> that's what they complain. Yeah, no, the... no more ice cream cones with the you know ice cream on top of the cone. Now, yeah. Everyone has to put it in a box. <laughs> Dude, my company's barbecue, the ones we get at work, this one guy complained, you know, about fucking tacos. So now we can never get tacos. We have to get other food. And it just oh, appease what? one fucking dude. Yeah, one guy. Ruining for oh, everybody. Yeah. I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? I get cold-ass burgers and dogs. We could have got fucking a taco truck. Hey, you know, first world problems, man. You get free food <laughs> and when you go to vote. And yeah. you can't have your onions on top. Dude, yeah, I mean, I don't like onions anyway, so I would, I would be fine. But... <laughs> so you're the one throwing onions <laughs> on the floor, but everybody, yeah, but everybody else, like, yeah. But dude, how fucking cartoony is that? That's like a banana peel on the floor. Yeah, like, that's how, right. how many onions were on that damn sausage sizzle that like made homeboy trip? I mean, the, the you probably know that you know uh, uh, onions that have been cooked on the barbecue, like they can get pretty slippery. Damn, I guess Especially so, man. The, they used a lot of oil on them. Okay. You have a fucking warning now, warning sign with your... You got to sign a waiver before you can buy your yeah. hot dog with onions. Uh, yeah. uh, do you want onions with that? You have to sign a waiver. Exactly. Because you might die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, what'd that do? The bust his head and then what? Is he all right? Is he okay now? What? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know the condition of the guy. That's yeah. just caused this, this mess. He's murdered right? is but... what it is. Exactly. <laughs> He's he's walking into a store that has millions of potential risks. 
Apparently. <laughs> I mean, how many people have gone there and gotten some food? And that's never happened to him. Yeah. Maybe maybe he did it on purpose. I mean, what? I mean, I know that my local Bunnings, like, you know, you walk into what they call the tool shed, which is where they keep all the, the loose tools. And, um, you know, they've just got the, ha- the hammers hanging sort of on a display thing. You know, do they have to lock them all up now so people can't accidentally drop some, drop a hammer on their toe? Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at all those Acme anvils your your store's carrying in there. Then it's just potential <laughs> <laughs> of just dropping on someone's head, right? <laughs> okay, oh, I really dig this hashtag that they have. It's called Snaggate. Snaggate is that what it's snag is a slang for sausage. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it's called Snaggate. Oh, how funny. <laughs> Reed, where are you at Snaggate? Where, where do you come up? <laughs> you like um, it? Oh, you're yeah. on top or on the bottom? No, I mean, normally I'm a really small number of onions anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, as soon as you put them on the bread, they'll just start soaking into that bread and make yeah, it seriously. real gooey. Mm. And like onions on the side, please. In my, just, in just, my other hand, the, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just exactly. place them in my mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Push it in my mouth. <laughs> How many would you like, sir? <laughs> oh man, that is crazy. That is crazy, crazy talk. Snag, what is it, Tony? Snag gate. Yeah, hashtag snag gate. Look that shit up. <laughs> Oh man, I love the way he's like, it's caught, it's caught quite, it's, it's caused quite a stir. You're like, man, <laughs> man, Reed, we're over here dealing with fires and shit, we thought, man. Yeah, we thought we, got, yeah, we thought we had it rough. Well, I mean, by the time I get home, like, I, I will go to Bunnings and, you know, I'll, I'll post a video. I'll go and buy one yeah. and see if they have to put the onions on, on the bottom. Dude, now we gotta know. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Hey, would you would you return it to him back? Go, hey, uh, I think you guys messed up my order. My onions are on the bottom. I prefer them on top, please. What kind of, kind of tall foolery is this? Some bullshit. I never Just throw it on the ground and, <laughs> and then you fall. <laughs> oh my god, that is that is unbelievable. Uh, see the things you learn when you have the champ here from New Zealand, man. You see, beautiful stuff. Did we lose Harley? He's awfully. No, I, I'm here. I uh, I tried to uh, interrupt earlier, but you guys didn't let me, so it's no, all yeah. good. No, it was great. It was a beautiful time. So, <laughs> oh man, do you have any questions about Snaggate, Harley? Can we move on? I'm no, I'm good. Okay, just making sure. You like onions, Harley? I do. I used to not, but I do now. I like them cooked. I like cooked onions. So I do. Uh, in fact, we had onions with breakfast this morning. There you go. D- d- yeah. No, okay. So order <laughs> fucking matters. Like when you're having a sandwich, you're having a hot dog, any it, it, the order of the ingredients matters. 
That, I mean, when you make so, your sandwich, Tony, are you saying you're very, you're very yes. peculiar? Yeah, uh, you take see, a whole I, I short sequence. I disagree. I don't give a shit. I if, mean, if, I, look, I, if I, you I, have Harley, a sandwich, right? Let me see, Harley. You got all your ingredients out, right? And you're 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 throwing it all together and then eating it, right? Yes, just and a so, big fucking pile. Right, yeah. and Tony, you're going from you're right. But if you if you assemble a sandwich and you don't make it symmetrical, the order matters. Oh my gosh! Because if you eat it upside down, you have a different ordering of flavors that hit your tongue in a different sequence. Art just flew off his car right now. Art's just banging his head on the window right now. I'm with Tony on this. Uh Oh, here we go. Thank you. So you're saying the meat's got to stay within the bread and the cheese? I'm I'm not saying. I'm not saying it has to be one way or the other. I'm saying it matters. It changes the flavor. It It changes changes the the experience. It changes how you taste it. You're saying it's going to taste different than how Harley made it to how you would make it. No, the 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 so so the the, the first bite, right? As you're taking the bite, it tastes different. Once you start mashing it in your mouth, yeah, okay, it all tastes the same. But that experience of like biting into second, it, that first yes. one second, yes. Uh, especially with the with the sausages that have come straight off the barbecue. Like you crack that thing open, it's a thousand degrees. Like, <laughs> the the onions, you know, they've normally been sitting there for a while in a little little tray cooling off. They allow a little bit of a buffer for the top of your mouth so that it doesn't catch fire. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's one of the reasons why, like, yeah, no shit. let's take like, it to the poll. Let's put it on messenger. Let's say, ask no, I, 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 so here's the thing. Let me, let me, let me say this. All right, because. So, like what uh, uh, Art is saying, or, or not Art? Like, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember Tony's name anymore. I think. I think secretly Harley. Wait, he's called Tony. Yeah, he's <laughs> called me twice. He's, he's called me Art twice. I think secretly he wants Art to replace me. I think. Yes. Yeah. So Tony. So Tony is onto something. A lot of people are big on order. They want their food separate. There's a lot of that going on. I mean, you guys were talking earlier, and the first thing that came to me was uh, like a week ago, me and Chris, we went and got pizza, right? And we're at the restaurant here uh, in the golf course, golf resort. And the waiter comes out, and we always get the pizza with everything on it. It's the special, you know, because we like all the toppings. So there's like, you know, six or seven toppings, whatever. It's best bang for your buck, too, so. So the, the 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 waiter serves it. He's kind of a quirky guy, and he goes, uh, "You guys like the pepperoni?" And we're like, uh, "Yeah." We, we, I mean, we've ordered this pizza like twenty times. Like no shit. I mean, it's there's one restaurant within fifteen miles of us. Fifteen miles. So we always eat a pizza at this pizza joint, or it's not a pizza joint. It's just a golf resort. And he goes, uh, "I put it under the cheese," and he kind of looks like. For our approval, like <laughs> he hid, he hid the pepperoni under the cheese, but then put all the rest of the toppings on top of the cheese, so you didn't see the pepperoni. And he was like making a big fucking mm-hmm. deal about it, and I was like, "Yeah, all right, move the fuck along. What do you want, a bigger tip? Like, like, like I don't give a fuck. Like, take the pizza, put it in a blender, and hit puree. I'm okay with it." Like that's me, but I think I'm in the minority. But well, that's a an excellent example because for me, when I order pepperoni pizza, I want the pepperoni to be slightly crispy on top. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't like, give a fuck. If you put it under the cheese, it doesn't have a chance to get crispy. Nope. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the texture matters. I mean, it's one of the reasons, like, Pizza Hut crust was always our favorite, like, our preferred crust because they had um, seasoning on the bottom of their crust, whereas Domino's oil. didn't. Yeah, like, underneath. So, like, when you eat, bite the pizza, your tongue hits the bottom of the crust first. So if they have nice seasoning underneath, that's a better experience as opposed to Domino's who doesn't do that. So it, ma- it, it matters. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It matters. It matters. Hashtag it matters. Man, Tony got really passionate about that. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten in fights over it. You got in? Wait, what? Let's <laughs> <laughs> not just not just gloss over that. Uh, no, there's been heated heated discussion about it. That's all. About how you make a sandwich. About it mattering. Gotcha. And like I said, put put the mayonnaise on the bottom and then the tomato. Not the tomato and then the mayonnaise. It's the mayonnaise and then the tomato. It's got to go in that order. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, you, remind me, you remind me of my old uh, Wiener Schnitzel boss. I had a fucking pattern I had to follow to make the burger. If yeah. I went out of it, he'd be so upset. Mm-hmm. Not, not sure if the taste would be any different, but... Had to follow this same pattern. It was obviously for safety. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Keep from people. But, keep people from killing themselves. Exactly. You know, I don't want to put any onions on the floor, and then yeah. people are slipping on you know, left and right. So, um, yeah, that was um, a lot of sausage talk. <laughs> you, thanks, Reed. Appreciate that. Fresh out of sausage. <laughs> sausage sizzle. Snag attack. What was it called? Snag attack. Snag attack. Snag gate. Snag gate. There it is. Twenty eighteen. Right there. Snag it. Let us know how how you how you guys like your sandwiches. Does it matter? Like, why did the guy just put pepperoni on, underneath you and on top? I must read. It's like, why would you put it under? Why like, did you just blend it all? And you're, you're, everyone yeah. just has smoothie everything. Let's smoothify the fuck out of everything. <laughs> but I, I know Harley don't give a shit. But since Reed no. likes to cook me one, it would Harley. Harley, the, it doesn't work. I've had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in a blender with milk. Like I just said, oh fuck it, I'm gonna put it all in a blender. Hell it yeah, be the same, right? It was mud. Yeah, it did not taste the same. That's what protein protein powder like... tastes like. <laughs> it's not but the same. You, but like when Tony says, the first bite you can taste it, but then after that, it's all mush, anyways. But it's kind of not because you're still tasting it. Whereas opposed when you well, blended like, it, it's, it's completely different. You take a sandwich like. And I go through this experience every like when I eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You eat it first, and the peanut butter side is down. When you bite into it, you get the peanut butter. Then you flip it over. Now you get the jelly. And then everybody <laughs> after that, you eat it like sideways, so you get both at the same time. That's Sand- the way to eat sideways. What the fuck are you? Smoking? Yeah, you How turn you your sandwich. Of- oh, so you so you eating. bite the two corners, right? One of oh, them yeah, is yeah. peanut butter first. Flip it over. <laughs> One of them is jelly first. Now that middle piece. You flip it so it's vertical, and now you get both of those flavors at the same time on your tongue. Why don't you just bend it in half like a sausage sigil? I feel like Tony just got <laughs> slightly erect. I think yeah. so. Best we don't start talking about eating burritos from the middle out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reed, now you've taken it too far. <laughs> Man, well, that's a perfect segue to talk about the homework, if I've ever heard one, right, guys? Yeah, <laughs> as of me trying to get out of there as fast as I can to get over there. <laughs> but Reed, 
You could be so kind, sir, since you are the champ and you chose the homework. Let's, let's tell us a little about the movie and why you chose it. So, uh, the world's fastest Indian was something. Any any uh, New Zealand stories that make it to Hollywood, they always become a big deal here. And uh, I was interested in it more so just because it was a uh, a motorcycle movie. And uh, so I wanted to see what could be done with it. And uh, I didn't know the story of uh, Burt Munro. Um, but uh, I've since been to a little, little museum that they've got down in Invercargill uh, for the guy. And... Um, it, yeah, I, I, I wanted to pick it because it's the sort of film that, even though it's a New Zealand story, uh, it's told mostly in America, um, which which I thought was unique. And, of course, you know, any time you get to see uh, uh, racing at the Bonneville Salt Flats in a film is uh, is a good time. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's actors in there that you may recognize. He only paid a, a bit part, but, uh, Anthony Starr, who was not Hood in the TV show Banshee, um, there as one of Bert Monroe's friends at, at his going away party. Um, was he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Hood was it was in it? Yeah, not not Hood was there. No way. Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, that was before he made it big in because before he uh made it on Banshee, yeah. he was in a, a New Zealand show called um uh Outrageous Fortune, which was oh, I love that show. better. If, yeah, a film uh, <laughs> a, a, a show about crooks. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, then it, you know, became big in New Zealand and then they sold it. Uh, yeah, they must have made a, like a French version and a US version. Um, but yeah, the, the mayor of Invercargill, Tim Shabolt, he shows up in the film twice. Um, yeah, my, my hometown of Timaru shows up very briefly just as the, the bike's about to be packed away to, to LA, um, it, it's a film that's basically a wee bit like sort of an old man version of Forrest Gump in a, in a small way. Like, yep. I was watching it with the girls, and I was just like, "Yeah, okay, you meet this person, and they help you out in some way, and you meet," and yeah. Watching it again, I was I was looking at the seams and I was like, oh, okay, I, yeah, I, I see what you're doing here, movie. You're just <laughs> do, doing a lot of padding. Um, but yeah, I I just thought you know it was a good sort of film to to be able to see someone like Anthony Hopkins uh, being able to accurately portray. Not just a New Zealand accent, but an accent specific to 
the South Island and in Invercargill specifically. That's so I was gonna ask you that. That's so funny you answered that. Great, thank you. It's <laughs> absolutely spot on. Like oh, everything wow. right down the way that he annoyingly says motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's fucking annoying. It's annoying. But yeah, he's he absolutely like you know. I, I think I said in my call last week. Like he reminds me of my uh, granddad. Uh, yeah, it was absolutely spot on portrayal of the guy. So yeah, um, I I just wanted to uh, to to see what you guys thought about it. Well, did your kids like it? Yeah, yeah, they thought it was fine. Okay. Um, once again, they. You know, they were sort of looking at the the time period and going, why are they riding such stupid motorcycles and driving such stupid cars? <laughs> Wait, when do they blow up this building already? Come on, man. What's going yeah, on? Yeah. Where's, where's the rock show up? <laughs> yeah. Why is he living in a shed? Yeah, exactly. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah, Walton Goggins shows up too. Yeah. That's Yeah. Great. Yeah, um, I don't know where I was like, what the hell? Uh, really small ass part too, um, but yeah, a um, it's funny that you compared it to Gump because yeah, when I was watching, I'm like, man, this guy just randomly pulls over here and gets help somebody and meets a, a nice Indian. You know what I found out when I was watching the movie? I was like, god damn, Kiwis are the fucking nicest people on earth, and Americans are the fucking worst. I don't know. Um, every, was... Everyone's saying hi to him and bye when he was leaving. Even that's his... that's how I felt when we were in Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Everybody's like, all right, bye, Bert. Hi, Bert. Hi, Bert. I'm like, God damn. Everybody's taking their time, no matter what they're doing, to stop and say hi to Bert. I'm like, he was just the nicest people on earth. And I was thinking of Reed. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's absolutely right. And then you get this angry asshole fucking cab driver of America who can't even get out of his fucking lazy ass car to put his stuff in his trunk. And I'm like, yep, that's us. That's how we are. Great. That's what I was thinking. But but other than that, by watching the movie, I'm like, this is such a just a feel good movie. Anthony Hopkins is just so good in this. Like, I just uh, I just thought it was um charming to see him in a different role. I guess you know, then because you look, I'm like, it's fucking Hannibal Lecter. Like every time I see him, but then he's got that accent, man, and it just works for me. It's just you know, he's so charming. Just makes he just he's I don't know. It's just everyone he, he encounters. It's like the that Gump effect, right? It's everyone's just so nice to him or help him out. Um. And uh, even that scene where they're telling, like, man, this is he's this is the most stubborn man I've ever met in my entire life. I just won't give up, you know. Um, yeah, I was having fun with it. I was watching him. I, I just enjoyed it. Like, um, I, I, when I saw the name Roger Donaldson, I'm like, who the fuck is that? What, did he do he's species? A, he's the, yeah, he's done okay. a bunch of shit. If you look at yeah. his IMDb, yeah. So the look of it was cool. I I, I like the, the look of it, the feel. And then I was thinking, I, I thought it, I didn't think it was a, a, a timepiece, like in the fifties. Until I didn't see any new cars or anything come out later. So I'm like, huh, okay, nothing's come. I'm like, okay, must take place in the 50s. Especially when the Greaser biker gang came out. I'm like, oh, okay. Even those fucking guys were nice and wished them to <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, this is unbelievable. I'm like, even the bad, even the, the bad guys are nice in the fucking, this, it, it, it's just insane. Um, but the kid's great too. Like his ax, thick ass accent, like he's straight up New Zealand. Like that guy's, he's just, you know, that's the, I, I figure that's how everyone, you know, Kids talk like that. That kid, what's his name? Um, not Thomas, the kid that was always around helping him. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, redhead he, kid. Yeah, he was yeah. he was great. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed him too. He was funny. Um, 
yeah, I uh, I was I had a blast with it. I was really enjoying myself. It it tries to balance out being a gearhead story. You know, this is like what I was talking about last week. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I loved Christine so much was because it was sort of like made for gearheads. And and this one, it it addresses a little bit of it at the very beginning, which was cool because it gets me hooked in as a motorcycle aficionado, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the entire hour in the middle is a fish out of water story. Yeah. It's it's yeah. him getting from New Zealand in the sixties on a boat, which would have taken taken fucking two weeks to get oh, to fucking Los yeah. Angeles. I yeah. mean, you know, I mean it it's I was trying to like explain because for us in today's day and age you know, like uh, earlier in the summer when Chris's uncle died, we just jumped in the rav and just fucking filled up the gas tank and left. You know, yeah. I mean, there was no preparing. There was no, you know, the cars back in the old days were so unreliable and the gas stations were a million miles apart. And, you know, I mean, especially on the West Coast here from L.A. to 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 Salt Lake City is and back then would have been a journey in and of itself. And and the movie really tries to uh, project that, and it does a pretty good job. Like you were saying, Fonzo, I I, I enjoyed that. All the characters um, that we're introduced to on the journey, the uh, the transgender, um, the guy who works in the fucking the hotel is is he's he's lovable, and it's and just the interactions they have is really fun. And then the old lady that lives out in the middle of nowhere, you know, um, you know, I, I, I'll say this, Fonzo, you, you were commenting on how pleasant the New Zealanders were. But then when he gets to the States, they're assholes. Um, once people kind of got to know him, his his kindness kind of rubbed off on them. You know yeah, what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, um, so that was he kind of turned those people, which I thought was nice. Um but uh and then once we get to speed week uh we kind of turn on the gear head again uh which which for me was was good um maybe not enough i think unfortunately um the film for me ends up becoming slightly forgettable just because it really relies heavily on that tr- that fish out of water trope and while anthony hopkins does it well um it's not the main point of the film. The point, the main point of the film is this man and his undesire is his, his unrelenting um, need to, to run this bucket of shit uh, on, in uh, the salt flats with not so much of leathers, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, for me, it kind of like ends up trying to do too much. And so it kind of, just does a decent job at everything. It's kind of one of those movies. Hmm. Um, so yeah. So not before Tony I, would... not before I say anything. Oh, oh, here we go. Are we gonna get reads? Oh, uh, Jesus. Guess? Oh, he just said certified Donaldo. Oh, there it is. Certified Donaldo. Now is that what <laughs> you? I okay. feel like that's an accent, but you need to do more. Right, but. <laughs> Did you have that guess in mind before Fonzo yeah. and Harley started talking? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Just want to make sure that that is clear and put out there. Yes. Well, according to Art, he, he's not going to buy it, but, you know. <laughs> That's we'll good. It. Yeah, I, was thinking. I think there are things that you can really ding this film for. Um, uh, but uh, for the most part, there's enough likability about it to, to I, I think, for you guys... Uh, to to not be overly annoyed by any one thing, so yeah, yeah, nothing I, nothing annoyed me about the film. Certainly, cool. No, uh, uh, Harley, Fonzo, did you guys have you guys seen this before? Yeah, I have. Harley, you have Fonzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Harley, I thought you said Harley that last week that we had all seen it. Pretty sure. Yeah, I thought I thought we had made it part cool. of the podcast. Yeah. So I I kind of had this I mean same thoughts uh, the whole uh, Forrest Gump thing um, that that stood out to me this time around um, the other thing that I mean that he's that, the whole thing is very pleasant like it's it's yeah um, you know it's just all, like all good things keep happening yeah he he runs into issues with you know the the on the journey but. He, you know, he and it's overcoming these little obstacles. Um, the problem I had with it on the second time around is I knew how it was going to end, mm-hmm. and so none of those held any value anymore to me. And he didn't have any character issues, like uh, any any problems with people, uh, like the one cab driver. <laughs> okay, that's it. But everywhere yeah. else, he the people were friendly. The people were friendly. The people were friendly. And his character arc had none. He didn't have one. He didn't have one. So yeah. this second time around, I was bored. Mm. Like, it just didn't... Like, I knew what was going to happen. And so I was like... When when he got to the Salt Flats, I was like, cool. These are fun scenes. Like, the, the way they're shot, like, on like as the cars are zooming down the Salt Flats, really cool. Um, the gearhead scenes are kind of fun. Uh, but as a whole, I was like, yeah, it's not holding my attention the way it did the first time. And this, I've only, this is only my second time seeing it. Um, so yeah, that, that was my experience. And I, and I think I largely had a similar, a similar reaction. I, I enjoyed it. (coughs) Excuse me. I still enjoyed it. You know, um, I think just because, you know, like we're saying, it is just so pleasant. You know, we watched it with the family, you know, you turn the speakers up loud and, and, you know, sort of made a, a, you know, a presentation out of it. Um, And, and so, um, it's just the characters, all the people, you know, even before he leaves New Zealand, you know, the, the the motorcycle gang and, you know, um, and then they give him the money at the end, which was nice. Um, but racing on the on the beach, you know, was was fun. It just never, it never does anything where you're like, yeah, I don't like that. You know, um, the cinematography when he's when he's going through, uh, you know, the West is is sort of iconic for for some. And um, I love it how when he loses the wheel on the trailer and he fucking ties a log. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's an impromptu, you know, just shit like that. You know, it's just so funny. Um, it's just the just the sheer tenacity of him, 
you know, makes him a lovable character. But like I think Art was pointing, or Tony. That's three. Oh, my God. There it is. <laughs> like Tony was saying, um, you know what it is? Is I mix between MCP and Tony. And so um, don't, don't Art's somewhere in the middle there. You just, <laughs> you just racist. Like, the brown dots all blend in. Yep. So um, Beaner number one over here was on to something <laughs> where he doesn't really have an arc. You know, he just sort of like sets off at the beginning. He's he's going to do it. And at the end, spoiler alert, he does it. He so does it. And, and at the end end, he comes back and he's the exact same person. He's like, yep, I'm going back next year. And they're like, great. You're going to continue doing the morning. Yep. The morning he's going to like it, it, nothing changed. You know, yeah. he didn't go through anything. He just went, cool. Got it done. I'll do it again next year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, interestingly enough, um, so I started Wikipedia it cause that's what I do, especially on this based on true story shit, you know? Um, so, you know, he went, he goes back several times. Um, you know, he sets lots of land speed records in New Zealand. Um, you know, so there's, there's quite a bit of accuracy to it, which is interesting. Um, uh, Reed, where, where would he have done land speed records in New Zealand? Yes, yeah, so like you saw, and now there's the Burt Monroe Classic, I think they call it, uh, which is basically a, a, a speed challenge um, you know, on the beach that you saw mm. in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a couple around the country. There's one down there in yeah, and then there's another one called 90 Mile Beach where it is classified as a, an official New Zealand highway. Um, hmm. I, like I've been up there for a tour, and we drove along the beach um, in a bus, like a forty-seater bus. Um, yeah, so we have those types of beaches, just sort of littered around the place. That yeah, they're flat enough and wide enough that you know you can you can have multiple vehicles just racing up and down so he would have done this his land speed records on the sand <laughs> hard packed uh, wet sand or, or i mean i know that uh the the land speed ve- uh vehicle record that was done on a, a porsche uh that was like just down a country road um, oh brutal the guy was because he had to do two clean runs and he was he'd come back, he'd just done the, the second run and finished the timing and uh, I think one of the tyres blew or uh, like yeah, the car just flipped and rolled. Um, oh wow. He, he, he survived um, <coughs> but he was messed up. Yeah, no, that was... Uh, that was just a country road that time. But, yeah, we don't have anything like the salt flats where you can no. have a, a consistent, just safe place to do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting when we went out to Utah um, this summer to visit uh, or to go to the funeral. 
we drove right by it and I was like, Oh shit, that's it. There's the salt flats right there. So, um, just not even expecting it. So, um, so it was kind of neat, but, um, um, it was a passion project. I'll say this real quick, um, for the director, Roger Donaldson, uh, wiki, wiki, wiki says uh, director Roger Donaldson had been working on this film for over 20 years before he started filming it and had previously directed a short television documentary about Monroe um, mm. uh, arranging the financing for a full feature film was much more difficult, but a key Japanese investor in Donaldson and Hanum's own money allowed the film to be made. So um, ultimately it cost 25 million dollars to make and only made 18.3 million um so i'm not surprised you know you didn't have a ton of um you know it's not a sequel (laughs) yeah Um, so um but yeah it there's just nothing um non-dollar about it you know um it's one of those things i'll probably never see again but I would certainly recommend it to anybody that likes movies like this or is a motorcycle, you know, a fan. Um, it is certainly sort of, you know, one of those um, movies. It's insane that he goes 200 miles an hour and he does go 200 miles an hour in real life um, in such a contraption. I mean, yeah. it is such an old, like when he's doing tech inspection and they're just laughing you know the 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 from a gearhead standpoint, he was a hack. I mean, granted, it was a period, you know, where you know you couldn't just go online and order racing slicks, and he was certainly on a on a budget. But um, the the shortcuts he took was he's lucky that he didn't die a hundred times. You know what I mean? Um, so that alone's worth a dollar for sure. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Right on, Tony. Um, the first time I watched it, I remember giving it a dollar. Um, mm-hmm. The second time around, it's a waste. That would be a waste of time. And I almost gave it a Slater. I was thinking I could watch it over and over again, but then I was thinking, I, I don't know if I could watch it over again. So for that, I'm giving it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I really agree with what Tony said there. Like, when you when you go back and watch it for a second time, and you know the tricks. That the, I mean, the first time, you know, you're watching the camera tricks. You're watching, like, they 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 film the speed really well of the bike. Um, but then you watch the film the second time, and you start seeing the seams, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I know this, I know this. Like, just get on with it. Like there's there's um there's no more tension, you yeah. know. Like the first yeah. time you watch it, there's tension because is the bike gonna hold up? You know, oh shit, you know he lost the wheel. What the fuck is is that tree branch? Is it gonna catch fire because he's you know it's like smoking? Like there's a lot of technical reasons to have tension, but those don't get you emotionally. Those get you logically. And once you know the answer, they don't give you tension anymore. Human. Yeah interactions relationship tension that gets you emotionally and the movie didn't really have that so i think that's what lost me the second time around yeah fonzo um oh wait no harley yeah 
I'd, I I give it points? a dollar. Yeah, uh, a dollar too. Adding up his points. Oh yeah. All that stuff. Oh yeah. So read or fuck. I'm gonna do this fucking math. Harley. Beaner number one. <laughs> Beaner number two. So Reed got a dollar for me. Uh, Tony gave it a waste of time, so you don't get that dollar. And Alfonso gets a dollar. And no points for accents. Are, are you really all that nice? Oh, I've heard. I've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we break people. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it was it was when he was in L.A. Like, yeah, everybody was grumpy. Right. Uh, but you know, we've been to the states several times now, <laughs> and that isn't everybody. Like, yeah, if if you're just going about your daily life you have a routine and you stick to it. But, I mean, I know when we took the kids there last year, we had to say to them, look, uh, American customs officers are not the same as New Zealand customs officers. (laughs) You cannot smile. You cannot talk. (laughs) Do not lift your arms up. Don't say hi to them. Just stand there. And if they talk to you, answer them as quickly and politely as possible. <laughs> because yeah, otherwise they will do they they will pull a gun or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, the, the the customs officers definitely were accurate to to what I have been accustomed to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Cool. See people. Right. You ready to hear the rest of the, uh, the guesses? Just do it. Read yeah, it. no. You ready? Yeah. Look, like I was, uh, you know, it, in the film actually, the the guy who owned the uh, what was it, the car yard? Uh, I'd say he was from El Salvador. Oh, Paul Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Right. You caught that too. Yeah, he was funny. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm keen to hear what uh, what Nalo thinks of someone from his country in a film like this. Let's see. He was not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, wake up, computer. Hey, guys, Angie here, calling in my picks for the world. Fastest Indian. (laughs) I love it. By our champ, uh, my favorite teller, Reed. Uh, So I'm going to say this one looks like a fun one. Um, Bonzo's going to give it a dollar. Harley a slater. MCP a dollar. I cannot do a New Zealand accent very well, Reed, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, But I have to keep working on it. But uh, (laughs) congratulations. And uh, Kia Ka'a, my friend. (laughs) <laughs> what do you, read what do you give her accent if you had to read it yeah no, that's that's good um she sounds a lot like uh one of my uh friends uh shane his his wife yuriko uh she moved away from japan uh i think when she was like six or seven 
So she still has uh, like the clip of a Japanese person talking, but with a New Zealand oh, accent that's hilarious. attached to it. So that's Damn, Reed, you're very specific to that accent of Angie. You had a great ear. Yeah, that is very, <laughs> that very is cool. <laughs> so that is that two points then because she sounds Japanese and New Zealand? Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, she said I was going to give a Slater, right? Yeah, you right. gearhead. Yeah. Tony was going to give it a dollar, right? Right. So she didn't get that point, and she did get a point. So she got two points. There you go. Right. Good start. Good, solid start. Yeah, for sure. She's tied with the champ. That's it. There you go. Hello, bad boys. It is your friend, Philippe Petit, calling to get into your little show. I had so much fun last time to meet Philippe Petit, so I have to call again. And this week was the peak of that uh, Kiwi he picked, the world's fastest Indian. This, I don't get it. No making no sense. The title of this movie, Poo Poo. This guy is not a real third devil like me, Philippe Petit, where I was going across the road trade center. This is a fellow man on a bike. I right, give it away the time. But we are not calling for me, Philippe Petit. We're calling for you, the bad boys. Let's bad boy. <laughs> he just has to constantly say his name. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the most French he can do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so let's say I give this movie SAFCP. He like it. I don't know why. Who knows what that guy likes, eh? He likes this movie. He gave it a dollar. Harley is going to talk, and he's going to talk, and he <laughs> is going to give it Le Franc a dollar. And my homie, my favorite, favorite, Defonso, the king of the bad boys, he, he gives it a dollar. Hello, Felipe Petit, still here. <laughs> 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 oh my god no fuck art we need philippe petit to replace me on the podcast there you oh. go no shit oh man well he takes the lead he did yeah two dollars on an accent oh two dollars plus accent philippe petit ain't no one to fuck with no shit <laughs> A lot of, a lot of energy. On, bad boys. Energy have football oh, fun. And then here we go back down with no energy. <laughs> right. Day, Fonzo, congrats to your Broncos winning by a point. Sorry, oh, Harley. And uh, Creed, Creed. I mean, Reed, congratulations <laughs> again. We're tied up for championships. Oh, my gosh. New round. Best of luck. Anyways, on to the oh. picks. Um, world's fastest Indian. Can never go wrong with Anthony Hopkins. I think all three of you guys will give this movie a dollar. Um, say it. Kill Bill Volunteer. Playing it safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he can say it, right? He just feels weird saying it, right? Can't, can't do it. I mean, it's, it's, certi- it's a certified me, right? <laughs> it's not going to work, right? Yeah. It's very douchey. He can try do. and make it work. I'd, I'd love to hear him try. You, would, you want him to, you want, you, okay. I'd give him a, I'd give him a point. You would, yeah. I, I think I would too. What's that? I'm confused. Like if he went, you know, and it's a Salvadorian accent. Hey, it's a certified Donaldo. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
You give a point, right? I give a point in a heartbeat. Okay. There you go, Danilo, just in case, just so you know. In case you need that extra point, down in your back pocket there. <laughs> so there's a reason that's why it's certified Danilo, because that's what mm-hmm. he does. How many points, Harley? Two points. Two points. All right. We have a three-way tie. Right. Two point no. No, Reed and Angelina are tied at two. Uh, or no, three-way three-way tie for second place, and Art is in the lead. Hey, uh, hey, Reed, you got birds whistling out in the backyard or some shit? Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> you know those the, those wickers that uh, I've been taking pictures of. They look like little chickens. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Harley was getting excited. He thought it was chickens. He was getting a little horny. Yeah. So, yeah, no, they're everywhere at the moment. Uh, oh, oh don't tell Harley season. that. I can hear him booking his flight as we speak. <laughs> they are loud, little buggers. Wait, you said you got chickens out there? Oh, <laughs> uh, honestly, this talk about the world's fastest Indian. My man Harley get on his bike and be out there in no time. <laughs> Actually. Just before I, I came up here to, to do the podcast, there was a bird flew inside and uh, it hit the window at a great speed so, and it you know hit the, the deck and it was looking at me like, what the hell did you do that for? Wait, what did it hit? It hit, hit the deck. It hit, it, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I'll, that's what I'll be doing when I'm done with it. Hitting the deck. <laughs> Oh god! Oh. It hit the deck. <laughs> Wait, why are you slowing? Why are you slowing down? <laughs> was, it a, was it a long dick? Tony <laughs> just <laughs> no. What was that slide you were saying last week? You're going to uh, lay in a cable. Yeah, you were. What's <laughs> your long day? <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> oh, you were having a root. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bloody t- too many birds here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Protect I'll your take, dick. I'll take care of that. I bet you will. <laughs> All right. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of. Speaking of birds. Yeah, that are yellow with black stripes. All right? Canaries. Anybody? Yeah? Any yellow suits? No? Yeah. How about the jumpsuit, obviously, that she wears? The movie that Angelina chose, directed and written by Quentin Tarantino, Kill Bill Volume 1, came out in 2003. After awakening from a four-year coma, a former assassin wreaks vengeance on the team of assassins who betrayed her. Did anybody else call in sick from work to go watch this in the theater? Like I did. No. Okay. I did. Now, Reed, when was the last time you watched this, champ? It's been a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I went to the mo- uh, the theater to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to the theater to see the second one. Mm-hmm. And I probably only watched both on DVD once okay now where are you at with tarantino you 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 a fan uh yeah i mean i enjoy what he does mm-hmm. but 
uh, I mean, I've I've seen Pulp Fiction maybe four or five times, but the the other Tarantino films, I'm good with one or two. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, his his all of his films don't really have a lot of rewatchability for me. I know, you know, there's a there's a lot of people who you know, cherish this guy. Uh, but he he never spoke to me in that way. They're starting so, to get a little long. His run times yeah. are getting a little long, and that's going to turn some people off, considering... Like What's that? That you like long movies. Well, I do, but if if it is... The scope of the movie is long. If it's supposed to be long... You know, Hateful Eight is a movie where they're all sitting around a fucking dinner table, right? Mm. And they're all shooting the shit. It's three hours and seven minutes long. You know what I mean? Like, Inglorious Bastards, I feel like, justifies. It's, I'm looking at his sort of the last couple films he's done. Inglorious Bastards, I think it justifies its two and a half hour long runtime. Django Unchained felt a little long. Two hours and 45 minutes. (laughs) You know? I mean, I'll say this. Kill Bill felt tight from from a run time. And I didn't even pay attention. And But it... I mean, it plays out like an action flick. Um, But, you know, hour and 51 minutes. I'll I'll do that any day of the week. Um, As opposed to... What's the second one? Two hours and 17 minutes long. So, you know, the guy adds 30 minutes to the sequel. Um, I haven't seen the sequel uh, in years and years and years. Um, but I, and I, I can't remember anything about it. Um, but I feel like, and, and maybe this is where Reed's kind of feeling, um, his, I feel like he's one of those directors where, Hollywood is like, yeah, just do whatever you want. Like, I don't know if all these movies make tons of money, um, but I feel like he gets final final uh, cut, and sometimes he shouldn't have final cut. You know what I mean? Um, but that's, you know, um, I'm not taking anything away from him as a, as a talented filmmaker, um, but um, I'm not a huge Tarantino fan either i guess that was a long-winded um interruption sorry um, just just so that uh, tony doesn't have an aneurysm uh i'm going certified (laughs) nodo on this one as well (laughs) i was just about to go like put the brakes on let's Uh (laughs) let's get his guesses out shut up yeah um but yeah, Harley is right. Like the the length of some of these, you know, it's sometimes they just drag on, and you know, there's there's scenes where you know where they're going. I mean, you know, you may remember from the second film, Harley. Mm. You know, there was a, a a conversation where he's uh, like buttering some bread with the world's largest knife, and. The, the scene goes on for like 10 minutes while he's making a sandwich or something. David Carradine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Um, 
And while I watch those films, those sort of scenes for the first time and appreciate them, I mean, I'm going to put a caveat here and say that the scene at the start of Inglorious Bastards is maybe one of the greatest scenes of all time uh, in terms of its tension. Um, Oh, yes, absolutely. But... Yeah, I I wonder too that if Tarantino he come out of the gate with you know stuff that people were just applauding, and he maybe instead of just uh, making some just average bullshit, he decided no, I've got to do something different this time. You know, and keeps thinking, okay, what am I going to do different this time? Instead of maybe just relaxing a bit and just just taking, uh, like, maybe one of my favourite Tarantino films isn't even a Tarantino film. Uh, Desperado, which was done by Rodriguez, it is an awesome film. But then you look at someone like Robert Rodriguez, and he took the clear strategy of one for them and one for me. Which I reckon Tarantino probably would have done better to do a bit of that so that he can keep his directing chops up and really focus on the stuff that he wants to do himself for his own movie, so to speak. Yeah, now, Fonzo, you are quite, you were a huge Tarantino fan for a long time. And then didn't your sort of uh, uh, hard-on for him kind of subside after a while? Yeah, my dick isn't as long for him anymore. (laughs) Um, I mean, for the later movies, I mean, I still really enjoy his first one. So Um, I think I don't visit the newer ones more than I do the older ones. Mm-hmm. That's a fair, fair assessment to say. So, um, but I do enjoy Hateful Eight and Glorious Bastards. But I just don't rush to go see Hateful Eight. You know what I mean? Yeah. The first one of his catalogs I go see. So, um, but as earlier work, oh yeah, fucking name. I mean, I watch that all the time. I could watch it all the time. Just like Kill Bill, I was so excited when this was coming out, and and we got. Uh, like I said, I was like, damn, I didn't. I, 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 it's on a Friday. I, I can't. What am I gonna do? I was like, fuck it, call out sick. And then we get a badass fight scene in the very beginning. You know, we get a glimpse of the pussy wagon. Mm-hmm. We get a fucking incredible anime scene, which just blew my mind. Yeah, it's very well done. Um, we get uh, the great music that he chooses again, the very beginning song in the beginning. You know, I think it's Nancy Sinatra. Um, with Carrie Dean, like, got the bloody bride there. You know, we got Michael Parks and his kid in the house. Oh, I love Michael <laughs> Parks. R.I.P. for sure. For sure, yeah. And uh, we get her investigating Uma Thurman. And we get Zoe Bell. Like, this is the first time we hear of Zoe Bell, you know, kicking ass. It does a lot of most of her action. Um, is she a Kiwi, Harley? Harley Reed? Yes, she is. She's from Auckland. There you go. Oh, she's from Auckland, huh? Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. And, um, and uh, yeah, the fucking fight scene at the at the um, uh, House of Blue Leaves and um, the, the, the jumpsuit a la Bruce Lee in Game of Death. A little mm-hmm. tribute to that. Um, I, I love this movie so much that when there was an announcement at the New Beverly for the whole bloody affair, 
we could watch both of them back to back, like originally how Tarantino wanted it, you know, and they wanted mm. to split it up, but Miramax, you know, made them. So he had to split it up. Do you remember seeing this, Tony? What's that? At the New Beverly, the Kill Bill, the whole bloody affair. We watched I think it. So. We watched them both back. Remember they had just intermission in between? Yeah, they had an intermission. Yep. Yeah. So the cool thing about that, too, that the attack of the House of Blue Leaves was all in color. That was the, that was the other big selling point, too, those different. Mm. Ah, well, yeah. You had to do it in black and white, you know, to appease the MPA so they wouldn't give them an X-rated. Um, so, yeah. And, yeah, Kill Bill is a fucking it's, – it's, I love this movie. It's a slater for me. It, all, it just – Everything I love, everything I like is in this. I just, I love this fucking movie. <laughs> that was a fucking movie. Thank you. No points. <laughs> before, I, before, I for, before I forget, um, you know what I find is interesting, and I, again, I'm kind of reviewing Tarantino, um, and and I'll review Kill Bill in about 35 minutes. Art. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I don't have to work tomorrow. Oh um, gosh, what I what I feel like Tarantino does is he he says I like this genre and I want to make my own version of it. You know what I mean? Obviously, this recently his big kick is the western. So he's like, I'm going to make the greatest western. Before that, I want to make a World War II drama action flick. So he does that. You know, before that, he does the Pulp Fiction. He wants to do something from the 70s, that period film. You know, he does the Jackie Brown, too, although I think that was set in modern times. This one, these two, he's like, I want to make a martial arts film. And I want to tip my hat to all the Japanese martial artists and the anime. But I want to do it my way. And I want to do it with my crazy-ass soundtracks that don't, ever make sense i want to do it with my actors i want to do it with my almost comedic there's so much about the movie um that is is so weird that it's almost comical you know the pussy wagon and you know just bat shit crazy and that's just what tarantino does Except for here's the problem. Here's Sorry. oh yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> he always manages to kind of pull it off. Like he's a fan of movies, man. He just loves every genre. I mean, he has... every, yeah. Well, and I dig it. Every filmmaker that I mean, we're literally just talking about a movie that tries to do a couple different things. And I know I I, I sort of critique films about this they try to do too much they try to be a drama they try to be a biography they try to be an action they try to be a thriller it's like stick to one thing and do it very well you know it's not trying to be anything other than a whore it's not trying to be anything but a drama it's not trying, you know except for he kind of pulls it off there's some weird like comical scenes like when uh when Buck is oh, um, is here to fuck, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in your bit, Goldblum. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's comical, even though it's like gut wrenching. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, of course. But he he directs it in this almost comedic, you know, editing and and delivery of these characters. 
Is somebody turning on a blender over there? What the fuck? <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, no, it's all good. No, yeah. no, it's comical. Harley complaining about someone fucking making no, noise. Well, I do it all the time. I know, I know. So, uh, anyways, it's weird because he pulls it off. And in Kill Bill, at least volume one, again, he pulls it off. He does all this weird Tarantino shit. But ultimately, it's kind of a martial art film. And the choreography is out fucking standing. Uh, it is so good from, you know, from the fight with um, with Vivica Fox. Um, it is so, like, choreographed. And, it, and the, the stunt work is fucking nuts too, man. So, so good. Man. It is so good. Um, and then of course the, what you're talking about, the fight sequence, um, in the, in the restaurant, it's done so well. It does all the wire work, you know, that sort of, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but all the, you know, jumping on the, the balance beams and flying through the air and stuff again, Mm -hmm. more nods to that sort of, um, you know, I'll probably in those Shaolin movies, really. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but it's done very, very well in this one. Um, it has all the t- traditional Tarantino violence and gore, um, and sort of you know, obscenities, you know, Buck likes to fuck, um, and all that stuff. And when you read, when you read the synopsis, and you, you'd watch a trailer and you'd be like, what? Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. And that's kind of how I always am with Tarantino films. You know, the, again, The Hateful Eight, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be in a hurry to see this. Uh, and when I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's good. Like, that's what he does. Like, he does that well. You know, he does the dialogue well. Um, you know, maybe 10 minutes of making a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich is a little long, but <laughs> if anybody can pull it off, it's him. Yeah, but the um, conversation he's having too about comic books, heroes, and Superman—you know—it's it's it's that's it. That's just a strong point too. Is his dialogue, right? Oh, of course. His characters talking to each other. So. Yeah, of course. It feels yeah. it always feels very natural, and um, it just sort of always works. So, um, and this one's no exception. Um, it 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 doesn't have a a ton of replayability for me. Um, like you were saying, I think. If I want to watch a Tarantino flick, I'm going to watch Pulp Fiction. I'm just sort of going to go back to that. If, I, if I'm if i feeling old school, I'm going to watch Reservoir Dogs. It really is a perfect film for what it's trying to do, you know. Um, and then, you know, if I want to watch a Western, I'd probably try to watch Django Unchained. I, I tried to rewatch it a couple couple months ago and i got about halfway through it and for some reason i just i couldn't i think i fell asleep or got tired or something like that but um uh, again what he puts his mind to he's one of those filmmakers where he does there's no compromise you know what i mean he absolutely spares no expense he he is attention his attention to detail cannot be surpassed um and you you see that in this movie as well and um so I'm not the Tarantino nut that a lot of people are. Um, and I'm not a huge martial artist, you know, nut either. So it's definitely not a Slater for me, but it's without a doubt a high dollar. 
Which gets Rita point. Um, so just to try and say something that hasn't already been said because we've been gushing on this movie and I'm on board this is this is a lot of fun Um, I've seen this movie several times before been watching it again this time I tried like oh well since I've seen it before I could just put it on the background while I wash dishes you know do some chores (coughs) no no I have to sit my ass down, especially since you got to read most of the time. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, the I'm I I I I'm I like dialogue. I'm known to like dialogue. So oh, that's right. Yeah. Tarantino, he 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 gets that and he does that well. So um, it's pretty easy for it to get my attention and put my ass in a seat, so I can. You know, give it give it a hundred percent of my attention. Um, one of the things one of the things that I was that I was noticing. So you have dirty around, dishes, is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> uh, the the story structure, like the way he presented it, you know, it wasn't linear, and uh, and I was trying to I was trying to examine why, like, why did it did he present it in a nonlinear way? Um, because that's what and, he does. But okay, so what I think it, the the reason I think it, it was done that way is he is revealing the backstory through character dialogue as opposed to narration, and so the the characters' backgrounds are revealed out of order, just within the context of their dialogue that they're having with each other. So that's why it's presented out of order because the story that the characters are revealing in their dialogue isn't in isn't linear and mm. i was like ah, that's kind of cool um like the, the the vivica fox scene is revealing a little something about um their background first and so and and it helps build tension you know the order that you present things helps build tension blah 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 yeah um but i i was like at one point i i I was like, I totally forgot that that's what I was trying to pay attention to <laughs> in the movie, and I just sat there and enjoyed the fuck out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that it, that it was a, that it can do that, um, like I'm sitting there trying to analyze, and then it just, it I just get lost in it. Uh, it's a slater for me. Oh well, that was a fucking movie. Nice. Reed, you're not you're not making any points over here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation. There you go. Yeah, it's worth it. Um, I was going to say I had a response. Um, well, we don't have that much time in the day for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe maybe Tony could find the uh, is it not beyond good and evil something about humanity, the song that they play in part one. That Which would, one? Uh, oh, that was what I was going to say. Go for it. Oh, I was just going to say, I think um, he did himself a lot of favors by knowing this was going to be two parts by saying, you know, it originally he didn't want to be two parts. Remember? Well, but he recognized very quickly that he wasn't going to be able to make a four hour movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and in order to tell the story that he wanted to, he was going to have to break it up into two parts. Um, and so, but I think it was, it wasn't one of those where it was successful. And so, Oh, well we need to shit out a sequel then it wasn't like that. 
he knew that when he it was part one of part two or, or two parts, obviously. Um, and I think that really helps it uh, because he, he does the characters that he wants to. He doesn't give you too much, um, but, you know, just enough to keep you. And the, and I, what Tony was talking well, what Tony was talking about kind of inspired that thought was it keeps the tension because now we're never even introduced to uh, Bill. We don't, we don't, we just hear his narration. We just hear him talk a little bit. Um, and so people are, you're chomping at the bit. Like I finished this and I'm like, yeah, I want to see the second well, one. You now. see her list, right? And, and, you know, and the title's called Kill Bill. You're like, wait, yeah. Wait, when but, to- exactly, exactly. So, um, that's just good filmmaking. So. But you gave it a dollar, though. Well, I didn't say it's great filmmaking, motherfucker. Oh, oh, that's true. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so where we at? Let's well, let's find out how everybody else did. Yeah, for sure. Konnichiwa, Aruju Tokonoko Potukasto. One point. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, yes, oh, sorry, uh, that means in Japanese, that means hello, uh, that boy's podcast. Uh, so we go to the extricated, QB. Bunzo's gonna give it a slater, I'm gonna double down. Oh, and... shit, son! Somebody came to play! <laughs> MCP Adala and Hurley Adala. <laughs> Nice chuckle there. Wow. Did you hear? Did you hear the peace sign that she threw out at the end? Like exactly. I heard it. Exactly. I, I saw it. Totally. <laughs> I saw it. Not only did I hear it, but I saw it go up. Wow. Damn. So she just scored four points on that round for Listen a total up. six. Pay attention, boys. She's like fucking uh, Beatrix yeah, Kiddo. She's chopping heads right now, dude. And she limbs. Came to, she came to play. Mm-hmm. Better watch out. Actually, after seeing uh, the Detective Pikachu trailer, I reckon uh, Angelina could probably do a pretty good Pika. You know what? I, I, I At this point, I wouldn't even doubt it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I even I'm doubt right it. Really. With you. That, was un- that was unbelievable. Yeah. That was very... That was very... She must have a lot of time. The kids are on vacation or something. I think know? she got a new mic made by right? Dr. Hanzo. Maybe. There I think go. so. You know. I'm not bald. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, fuck, man. Fuck. The art. Don't, don't even play their calls, Tony. Don't even <laughs> There's no point. Let's just move on. There's no point. For the extra credit. And we, this one was fucked by Angelina, the first place loser. She picked <laughs> Bill. <laughs> I wonder if his tune's going to sound a little different next week after she hears, after he hears this one. After he hears how, how well she did. Oh, um, good movie, Angelina. I like it. I like number two better. Duty Petit like number two better. But whatever. We're not calling Duty Petit. So I'm gonna say the fuck did he just say? <laughs> I know I'm a little confused too. I don't understand a word you just said. Right? He talks so fast. I'm, I'm like, 
Slow your roll. Slow it down a bit, huh? <laughs> hey, all right, say five, 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 He gave it us later, and I'm a, a double down, two francs on that, two francs. Ho, ho, ho. Everybody knew that you were going to give it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They sure did. That was the easiest points they could have gotten all week. Yeah. Slater, double down. I'm going to say Harley. Ooh, Harley tricky, tricky. Ooh, what did Harley give it? I say, I say Harley gave it a dollar. And oh. fucking MCP, that brother on that moment, Duke. Three MCP, he gave it a dollar. But anyways, is this the week of the Thanksgiving where you Americans get fat and you eat? I don't know why me, Philippe Petit, I'll be over here in France eating a baguette and drinking my wine and smoking a cigar. I say... Happy Thanksgiving to you, all the bad boys, and the bad boys and girls that listen to the show. For me, Philippe Petit. Take care. See, and I thought he was Italian, because sometimes he sounds very Italian to me. That's exactly. And he was talking about a... a, a yeah, I I don't know that I can he's give a, him another... Jack, he's a jack of all trades. I don't know that I can give him another point. Italian living in France? Because he was... <laughs> <laughs> See the first call. The first call was Philippe Petit. The second was Philippe Petit. <laughs> There's a difference. There's there two of them, I think. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I need to. I need to get a ruling on whether we give him points or not for well, the only, accent. It, it, well, you always say you can't repeat the same accent. Right. He used the same oh. accent all the way through. Right. Yeah. Okay. So so he did in fact do the same French accent. Italian. Uh, French wait. Italian. So, okay. So no point for the accent. He gets two points for the, for the double down Slater. One point for my dollar. So he got three points. So he's tied Angelina for six. For six, total. Six, oh, six in total. Oh, he got, like six plays. He got, he got three points for the Indian. He got three points for the kill bill. And, uh, so yeah, six. One. Love Indeed. that movie. I say Fonzo and Harley will give it a Slater and Tony will give it a dollar. That's it. Take care, guys. Bad Boys for Life. Thanks, D. Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't even like just threw out the Slaters. Didn't even think about doubling down. Maybe forgot. But no, remember, remember, you got to double down if you want the extra points. If you're confident someone's gonna give it a Slater. You gotta double down. In fact, look at the champ read. Like, how, how do you think he got those, how them, how, them points, huh? Wait, and I, I have to double and down. I have to interrupt real quick. He said Fonzo Slater, one point, Tony Dollar, and Mia Slater, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah, so he only gets one point. I know. So mm. he's got a total of three. So he's tied with Reed for dead last. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. You're not alone down there anymore, Reed. That's okay. <laughs> Reed's biting. I'm, I'm, I'm in the here and I'm in the there. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You're here right now. You're the champ. You're still the champ till yeah. You're the champ all the way until the very end. So yeah, you'll you know. be the champ until yeah, until you're not. Until you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Write this down, everybody. That's right. Until you lose the title is when you're not the champ anymore. 
you know, the person that scores the most points, Reed, I don't know if you know this. It's typically the guy who wins. <laughs> they win the game. That's right. You see? That's oh, what the man. Irish did against the All Blacks yesterday. There you go. Oh, wow. Everyone's like, okay. The <laughs> oh, hey, spoiler alert. There we go. Uh, so who's got homework that. and extra credit now? So, real quick. Uh-huh. As soon as I stopped Kill Bill 1, I saw Kill Bill 2. Oh, good. Oh, there you go. That's you extra. It, watched hey, now. it back to back. Back to back, baby. Yeah, back to back. It was it was a lot of fun. I mean. Wait, was this like what we were talking about earlier before the podcast about the, the ass to mouth? Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That was. That's his weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, oh. <laughs> Yeah, but segue, uh, Tony. <laughs> yeah, Kubel too. A lot of fun. I, I mean, everything I felt about the first one feels about the second. Like I, I can enjoy both of those movies back to back, all the time. So, it's a slater. Yeah, you got a Captain Spaulding cameo. You got Michael Parks playing a different character with another accent. It was fucking fantastic in that scene. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unbelievably fantastic. And the, the oh. storytelling continues like. The way he tells the story, the music, the mm-hmm. you know, the soundtrack, this, the, everything like the dialogue is there. A whole lot more dialogue too. Um, it's 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 yeah yeah. It's a Slater. That was a fucking movie. Both of those. Holy shit! Right. I enjoyed those movies when they first came out, and I'm enjoying them now. So fucking a, fucking a. There you Do go. You have one you prefer over the other? Yeah, yeah. Because art, art, or I mean, sorry, Philippe Petit. He said he liked the second <laughs> one better. <laughs> which is a which is an interesting take because most people really love the first one more than the second one. And the second one's grown to, grown on me later, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just I like I, I like Michael Madsen. He's a big part in that one. So, um, if I had to like, if I had to lose one, one of them was just gonna not exist anymore. I'd keep yeah. the first one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought like when the second one was coming back, when coming out in the theater, like you know. I don't remember like how much longer we had to wait for part two. It was just the next year. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I can look up. Yeah. I'm just curious well, if we had to wait that long. But I was, I was the only thing that bummed me out about the second one. I didn't get an anime cutscene. I wanted <laughs> just one more anime scene in that second one. It would just be so fucking perfect. So Kill Bill came out October 10th, 2003. Kill Bill came out April so it was like six months or something, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Yeah, six yeah, months. It's way too so long. It, yeah, but it yeah, was like a short. Talk about cliffhanger at the end, though, you know? Yeah. But that's a short, that's like Matrix 2 to 3 kind of thing. Wasn't it? A, it was less than a year, I think. Yeah. Fucking A. That is awesome. That's so funny. Oh. And they're both on Netflix, huh, Tony? So you yeah, that's the reason I did it. I was like, oh, it's yeah. right there. So, right. Fuck it. Yeah, because yeah, because it. what's weird on Netflix, some they always have like one or the other. Right. Like, Why don't you have fucking both of them? Like, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it was yeah. perfect. So. That's great. That's fucking fantastic. So, yeah, so I didn't get now, shit did you, today. Did you watch them in one sitting? Yes. Like in the same night. Wow. Back to back. Oh yeah. Like I finished watching one and then I just put on the next. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Good time. So signing next week, we've got. Fonzo with homework, Harley with extra credit. Okay. Fonzo, what do you got? Uh, Get back to me. Mm. Oh, you know what? I saw another extra real quick. I forgot. Mm. I've I've finished The Predator. The new one? Yeah. 
I fell asleep in the theater, the first one. <laughs> so I finally finished it. It's not bad. It's all right. It's a dollar. I don't know if people hate it. It's. I mean, it's not great. I'd buy that for a dollar. But it was enjoyable. You know what I mean? It's one of those ones you put on and watch it. It's fun. So, yeah. Right about that one. But, yeah, get back to me on the other ones. I, uh, I started looking. I wasn't prepared. Who's got extra? Me. All right. So... Oh, wait, sorry, 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 sorry. Another extra? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was. I saw this one, no. Um, Have you ever seen The Burbs, Harley, Tony? Yeah, I have. Okay. I was going to make that one. I've seen it. And I've seen it recent enough where I would consider it extra credit. Gotcha. So. All right. um, Um, I wanna, I want, I want some more Denzel. Who does? I was, I know shit, man. Right? Um, I want some of that deck. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. So I was actually gonna pick Equalizer Two as the homework. Um, just kind of being lazy. Um, she had the extra credit. Yeah. Uh. I think I'm going to go Deja Vu. Hmm. It was uh, late, great Tony Scott. Uh, I don't want to go back too far. I don't want to go like 90s Denzel. U.S. Marshals? Um, We watched... um, U.S. Marshals. Yeah, I only say that because I watched The Fugitive last week. Ah, okay. That was another one I remembered. Which, yeah, that that film was a slater for me. Oh, nice. Oh, that's an extra. You just watched it recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just watched that on the podcast not long ago. Yeah, that Reed, that was terrible. You're like you just interrupted just to talk. I about thought US he Marshall. was just confusing. I was <laughs> like, that's the up. wrong, wrong black guy. <laughs> Are you recording a different podcast over there, Reed? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Didn't I say last week or uh, a couple of weeks ago, Maximum Overdrive? I think Harley saw it, right? We've all seen it. Yeah. How about Mile Twenty Two and Mark Wahlberg? The new one? I've never seen it, nor do I really want to. Oh, shit. Hmm. Should I do it? Just fuck with Harley? I don't care. I mean, it's, you know, it well, is you what do it is. You, said you don't fucking... Well, I mean... You, you know, know what? Let's see Final Girls from 2015. I've been wanting to watch this. Final Girls? Yeah, yeah like, like the horror girls? Yeah. Like Jamie the Curtis and Halloween. Final Girl. The Final Girls? Correct. Because there's a Final Girl from 2015. The Final Girls 2015. Jesus, two movies. Comedy horror flick? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And you said Deja Vu, you said? (sighs) I just got Deja Vu. It's either that or Glory from 
Oh, come, come on, man. <laughs> too long. Too That's only, it's only two hours. You just say deja vu, right? Yeah, that's fine. We can make it that. You've ever seen it? Oh, okay. Oh, Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Yeah, I just said Tony Scott, the late great Tony Scott. Whoa, deja vu. This fucking guy. (laughs) (laughs) Did Tony Scott direct Man on Fire as well? You goddamn right he did. You're goddamn right. That was a remake. That was a great remake. That's a fucking fucking Slater. That's you can put that in. You can put that, that one in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, that's a that's a classic. Yeah, for me. Make that the extra credit, y'all. Just get free points right there. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. When he slaps those two bricks together to tell that little girl to jump in the water. Yeah, got a bit Mickey Roy cameo. Mm-hmm. Just sort of walking. I'm just doing my job. Yeah, that's all I hear. It's just doing your job. Just doing your job. Just doing your job. Oh, yeah. Great. That's a shame it only has a 7.7 on IMDb. Bullshit. <laughs> Goddamn bullshit. All right, man. How was y'all's weekends, though, man? I'll start. Uh, nothing. Uh, the wife is sick. Yeah. Um, And she's going through some weird, like, she had a chest-like infection. Mm. And, it was like, <sighs> and then it's turned into, like, a cough, like, this really, like, thick cough, like, like a emphysema cough, but now it's like gone up into her nose. So now she's got the runny nose. So it's like, I don't know what the fuck. Oh man. Um, I've had this funky runny nose too. So, um, but we're on, on uh, Thanksgiving break, me and the girls, the kids. So we're going to go down to Chris's parents' house for Thanksgiving on Wednesday. But, um, yesterday, today, tomorrow and Tuesday, we're just kind of hanging out. Uh, just been doing some kind of errands around the house, cleaning up, um, doing little projects here and there. My shoulders feeling a little better so I can actually like, you know, do stuff. I changed the spark plugs on the RAV. Um, that was kind of a project. Um, God damn foreign cars. Um, what else? Uh, just about it. The weather was kind of nice the last couple of days. Um, so kind of trying to do some outdoor stuff, some yard work and, um, just, yeah, I caught up on the homework and the extra credit. We didn't, we had to watch, um, last night and the night before. So, um, but, uh, yeah, just looking forward to a week off. Oh yeah. Yeah. Early in the week I had to call out sick two days. My stomach was killing. Oh shit. Yeah. I was hurting. And, uh, it turns out, uh, Amy's aunt Cindy, she was sick too, and Chris got sick too. He had like a stomach. He had like, he was like, felt like he was going to throw up and everything. So I'm like, damn, we must have all eaten something or got something that last past weekend. So everyone was getting sick, and then Amy was starting to feel a little weird. And then, uh, Reagan threw up this morning. And, uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Which I feel like cursed that kid giving Reagan name and he just pukes. It's just like a funny joke, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I woke up and just puked everywhere, and it was all dried up, and oh, it's just the worst. Wash the clothes and put them in the dryer. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, Saturday, yeah, we hung out. We, um, what did we do in the morning before that? Um, I say we did something before we went to the movies. Oh, we went to, we had like the kids had a little play date, went to the park, ran around, and then, um, after that, went to the movies. And then Crew's shoes were talking, he had a hole in the bottom, dude, he had to get some new shoes. And the kid loves him some high tops, man. 
got some height and uh yeah i got some shoes and then and then today he's just like uh dad i need i need some v bucks i need some v bucks there's a new thing a skin fucking fortnite man they put that shit limited edition or you know limited time only it's gonna run out today he starts freaking out he's like dad i need 30 bucks i was like well you know you got to do some chores man you want to make some money you gotta do stuff so all right what do i do i was like you need to clean the garage and they say no he's cleaning the garage i'm like all right i'm like that's three bucks right there what else can i do i'm not clean this little closet right here boom three bucks right, there's another three dollars i'm like yeah why are you clean your room so i was cleaning his room i'm like all right i'm like and this is the worst this nobody wants to do this i'm like how about you pick up the dog poop from outside and he's like really i said yeah I'm, i'll give you five bucks for that one you know He's like, all right, without even questioning, you're mad at nothing. I'm like, be rich. Mazzy yeah. has to do chores every day of the week, and she <laughs> five bucks for the whole week. Oh, I <laughs> see. Well, I mean, he was trying to he was trying to get to thirty, you know. Um, mm. I say, I say, I say, I say, you you, get, you pay all the dog bucks fifteen bucks. Like, all right. And then uh, I took out the trash and everything. He was cleaning up the cleaning machine, and normally, you know, I mean, I know he what he wanted, so but he um, nobody, mm. nobody complains and whines if you make him do stuff, but. And he's out there cleaning and hustling. We're like, all right, man, let's do this. Let's go over there. So we get the GameStop. We're getting there. The Black their Black Friday sale started today. Mm. Um, and they're like, hey, we're selling stuff. We're selling a PlayStation Four for two hundred bucks, one terabyte. Comes with Spider Man game. I'm like, I've seen that. I'm like, damn, two hundred bucks. That's not bad. Text Amy like, hey, two hundred bucks. You know, she's like, uh, see how much it is at Costco. I'm like, all right. They had this huge bundle. It was like five hundred bucks for like two games, two controllers, all this, all this fancy stuff. Five hundred so, bucks, though. Yeah, I know. So I looked for another one. They had the same like bundle: PS4, Slim, Spider Man, two forty. I'm like, yeah, it looks like GameStop's got the better price. So she's like, all right, get it. Happy birthday. I was like, what for reals? I'm like, nah, no, don't fuck around. Come on, man. This is <laughs> don't fuck around, man. I'm like, I'm here at GameStop. Literally, right when we walked into GameStop, somebody was walking out with one. While we were there, when I was getting cruised the uh, little Nintendo um, you know, give, uh, cards, you know, to get V-Bucks for the Fortnite, um, four other people while we were in there was buying them. Mm. Um, the guy's like, yeah, the guy working there, he's like, yeah, I already sold like 10 of them today. I'm like, God damn, motherfucking things are flying. So I was like, you know what? I was like, well, I better get one. And, you know, and he gave me the okay. And starting it right now, my, I got a PS4. I, I haven't, I went to a wedding today. So I haven't even, so after that, I got home, showered up. I haven't even set it up yet. <laughs> um, right. Oh, and then and then uh, Tony, do you have Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. Well, I mean, so I played it. I don't have it. Okay. So um, so while I'm while I'm buying this, he's like, "Hey, anything else you want to buy? Another controller, another game?" I'm like, nah, man, I'm straight. It's got Spider Man. I'm like, I want to save my money. I want to get Red Dead Redemption too. So so I want to get that. So he's like, "Well, we got um, we got a couple games for ten bucks." I'm like, oh, "Hey, what you got?" He's like. We got a Zero Dawn for ten. It's a complete edition. Nice. With all the DLCs with everything. He's like for ten. I'm like for ten bucks. I heard the game. The game's a shit. He's like, yeah, man. I was like, man, put that shit in there. That's ten bucks. That's, that's <laughs> worth it. You know. I'm like, that's the beauty of waiting so goddamn long to get a new brand, uh, get a newer. Because all the games are cheap. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know, like Uncharted Four. The newer one was like fifteen, and uh, some other games were like um, pretty cheap too. And I was like, man. He's like, yeah. He's like, with these two games, these will keep you busy for a while now. I'm like, cool. Cause yeah, cause I haven't played any of the newer games, and you know, just from a little bit from when I played at somebody's house, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm the owner of a new PS4 now. Nice, congrats, Spider Man. Welcome. Man. Yeah, yeah, I go finally. Fuck. 
it's been a long time. So it was funny because all, and I was bummed out because of, which is super, super stupid of me and annoying or whatever. But I, I went in there. I was like, Oh, Mega Man 11 is only 30 bucks for switch. Let me get that shit. And they're getting a PS4. I was like, I'm, bu- I'm a little bummed out because I want, I still want to make them. <laughs> but I was like, but crew plays the, the switch all the time. I'm like, I was like, I ah, let them still enjoy it, you know? I mean, but for Fortnite, doesn't look like it's slowing down at all. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then I went to my friend Andrea's wedding, who um, she said the second time is probably the the, the 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 best time I think. You know, first time we tried out didn't work. Try again second time. She married a. Do you remember Chris Gray Harley? He was in oh, class. Black kid. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. She she married him. They met at the twenty at our twenty year reunion. Wow. And yeah, he Ooh. wasn't going to go, and then ended up going, and they met there, and then uh, okay. yeah, yeah. And Lonnie Martin, Lonnie was there, who shares a birthday oh. with you. You yeah, wanted, yeah, me, yeah, wanted yeah. me to tell you? Oh, they, oh, oh, I remember Lonnie. I threw a birthday party for him and me. No way. Yeah, at the house. You were there. Uh, well, oh, yeah. yeah it, a, it went down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, that. Uh-huh. No, but yeah, he was, I was talking, I was like, oh, I do a podcast with my, my buddy Harley. You remember Harley? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I share a birthday with that dude. Uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's right. Um. So, yeah. And then I seen, so I seen him. I hadn't seen him in years. And then this other girl, Scotty, which I hadn't seen in forever. Um, she was there with her kid, and uh, yeah, man, we just had a good old time. They had a taco truck, which was awesome. Probably not as good as Art's taco truck, and you know his taco machine, you know. So I feel we hmm. we need to pump out Art a little bit. You know, we've already we've already, we bashed his his um, TV, so let's at least pump him up about his tacos. His taco truck he's got, but um, which I I'm I'm not gonna hate. I I'd love to try it. So, um, and uh, yeah, just a good time, man. Playing, you know, dancing, music, it, it, the. The ceremony was super short, and he came out to uh, uh, Chris came out to Cult of Personality um, by was it Fishbone, yeah. And if any wrestling fans here, they that CM Punk's theme song. So I was like, so what was funny about that? The first song that came out was I'm a Real American, Hulk Hogan's theme song, and it was for Andre's kid to come out. And I'm like, huh, that's an interesting choice for someone to come down to music. Sure, why not? Whatever, you know. I'm like. And I was thinking to myself, ain't nobody's getting this reference. Like, it's Hogan's theme, right? And they play the Cult of Personality. And I'm like, and that guy, guy in front of me, he just goes, CM Punk? I'm like, thank you. It's exactly what I was thinking. It's the same thing, right? The guy in front of me actually looked like Will Smith. We couldn't stop laughing. Like, in our table, me, Lonnie, and Scotty were looking over at him. And he's like, we're like, dude, just tell me that doesn't look like Will Smith. And I'm like, yeah. And then they're like, what movie? And I'm thinking, and they're like, Hitch, right? He's like, Hitch and Will Smith? I'm like, yeah. Totally. I wanted to take a picture just for us to you know post it. I'm like, yo, mate, Will Smith. <laughs> it totally looked like it. it was hilarious. It was so funny. But yeah, nice. it, so literally, yeah, when the I um I didn't realize how late it was and I'm like helping putting stuff away, tables and chairs, and look at the time and I'm talking to Andrea and everything because I hadn't seen her for a long a long time too. And look at the time, I'm like, oh shit, it's eight forty five. And I'm like, I'm like, I gotta go. And then I'm driving back and I go. Oh shit! I'm recording the podcast tonight, so I start fucking. I was like Anthony Hopkins and just fucking burning, burning my leg and everything. <laughs> yeah, but that was my weekend. It was a lot of fun. That was cool. I don't know. It's my turn. Tony. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, we had our friendsgiving uh, with our friend group. Um. Just made some dishes. I I took a crack at made, making some keto dishes, you know, low carb, 
um, broccoli, rice, cauliflower, cheddar, um, casserole. And I tried to make a low carb pumpkin pie. Um, the casserole was good. Pumpkin pie was bland. Um, <laughs> oh, well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> not, enough, not, enough, not enough hot sauce. They can't all be winners. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what was missing. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty chill. We just, um, met at a friend's house and everybody brought some, you know, you know, pot like, you know, the way it goes. And then yeah, we yeah. just played Jackbox afterwards and with full bellies and ro- rolling around in pain from eating too much. It's like, it's a nice preview of what's to come. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of a, a nice absolutely. warning to, you know, pump the brakes a little bit on the real Thanksgiving. Yeah. So what are you going to eat? What do you mean? And the real Thanksgiving? I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't talked to my family. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. So the checkbox. Did you say that was the fifth version? Uh, we played the third one because we like the we like the Quiplash game. And that's what? the wrapping one that you talked about. Uh, the wrapping one is in five. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm asked to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one's pretty fun. Have you played it? Uh, I've got. Uh, it's either one or two. Uh, okay. on the Apple TV, uh, but we've only just scratched the surface on it. Cool. Yeah, they're fun games. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I remember playing it back in the 90s and loving it. Is that old? Oh, good yeah, for, around for you. A yeah, the You Don't Know Jack series, yeah, it was just a, like a uh, PC uh, trivia game. Okay. Yeah, that's how it started out as a trivia game. Gotcha. And just turned into just party games now. Awesome. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I didn't. Yeah, today was well. Today was spent watching movies all day and pretending to do chores. <laughs> Dirty ass dishes stuff. Yeah. <laughs> from from the Thanksgiving exactly the Friendsgiving. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about uh? Well, Reed, what'd you do Reed. this weekend? Right. Uh, I feel like so, there was all kinds of like stuff you were going to talk about. Yeah, so we had a uh, a long <clears> weekend <throat> over here. It was show weekend. So Canterbury, the region that we live in, um, it's it's its uh, anniversary weekend. So uh, we had Friday off, but I was over here on uh, I can't remember whether it was Wednesday or Thursday, and I'd started working. And then uh, Jim brought the kids over and her parents came over because this is a, her parent, Jim's parents' house. And, um, yeah, so uh, we went out on the boat. We did some, some wakeboarding. Uh, Piper, I, yeah. Uh, Harley, what's your issue with wakeboarding? Uh, uh, yeah, I just, I caught a, I was teaching myself how to, to wakeboard and, um, I caught the front edge of it, and so oh. instead of like cr- like falling, the boat pulled me down. Yep, that's a and, face Yeah, so I face planted, and uh, it sh- it shook me up pretty good. I was mm. I was getting I had a mild concussion from it for sure. Mm. So yeah. that's all. It was a lot of fun. I mean, um, you know. Um, uh yeah it's it's fun um you know i wasn't i got up 
pretty much every time I, I tried to, um, I think my board that I bought, I bought a cheap one on Craigslist locally. I think it's a little bit small for my weight. So Chris, Chris has to pull me pretty fast for me to stay up. Um, and so I'm going faster than I probably should. Um, Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, Piper, uh, our youngest daughter, had a... Uh, we we gave her a new kneeboard for her birthday. So she was keen to try out that. And, uh, yeah, that worked a treat. She she really loved that. And, uh, and Claudia started wakeboarding last year. And so she's taken up circus this year so her upper body strength is is awesome now so yeah she's she's probably gonna start looking at jumping over the christmas break and uh yeah so that was that was good just being able to get back out on the water after after winter and dusting off some of the cobwebs it's funny Uh, you're you're coming out of the winter we're going into the winter Oh, but I mean, just looking at the weather today, there's a uh, some snow heading up the country. So wow. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> so what's the Apparently, water temperature of the lake that you're boating in? Uh, at the moment, it's eighteen. Oh, what the fuck Normally is that? It, oh, I'll look it up. Shit. I'll look it up. Keep talking. <laughs> Normally it sits around 22 or 23 during the height of summer. 18, so I'll do 20. So that's 68 degrees. That's like tits. Tits. Tits are a good thing, right? Yes. Gotta <laughs> 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 make sure. No, yeah, tits is, tits is perfect. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, more than that, like we, uh, like we got a bit of rain yesterday. And so I was just sitting downstairs playing risk with the girls and they've never played risk before. So that's a classic. Yeah. Well, I, I only have the Lord of the Rings risk. So we were just trying to play on the Lord of the Rings board. And the girls really enjoyed it, like pushing the little bits around. And I, I said, well, the, the classic version. So we all downloaded the, the app on our phones and we uh, we were playing it on on the iPhone app. Um, and, yeah, they had fun with that, but they actually just enjoyed playing the board game, just the actual, you know, with the pieces and everything uh, more. And then... It's a lot so, slower. It's much, much slower. Yeah. And yeah, especially when there's just two of you left, it's really hard to mm-hmm. find a winner. Um, but then I said to them, hey, is there any games in there that you've never, because there's, I don't know, hundreds of games there. So there's stuff there that you haven't played before. And so Piper went down and she bought out a, uh, a Texas Hold'em poker set. Nice. So. I said, all right. So I taught them how to play poker, which they enjoyed. And then uh, uh, it also had a uh, 
a blackjack mat in there as well. So I taught them how to play blackjack as well, which I don't know whether that's a smart thing to do or, <laughs> or, or not. But honestly, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yesterday we just had a, a real good uh, day for, for for board games. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You know, you can still do that. You know, what I mean, like, and they'll 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 enjoy it too. You know, like yeah, when the kids are yeah. still young in my age, where like they'll just like when I was playing Battleship with Ray and he was losing, he was so mad he don't want to play anymore. You know, yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, kids don't know how to lose yet, so it's like I I got I got we still got to wait. We had Tony. You obviously do a lot of board games with your family, which is cool. Um. Chris's sister sent us a gift card to Target a couple years ago for Christmas with the ex- with the rules that we spend the money on a, uh, a game for the family. And so we 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 followed the rule and we went and we bought Risk and we bought uh I think Monopoly or we bought a couple other sort of like old classics kind of thing. Yeah. Um but yeah, dude, that's a great way to spend time with the family is, you know, sitting down and playing board games. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids fucking love it. Um, you know, it's just interacting with mom and dad. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there was, uh, yeah, there's uh, so many different versions of Monopoly that you can buy now. Yeah, um, of course. But the one that we've actually gravitated to the most is one called, uh, uh, millionaire Monopoly Millionaire, mm. and uh, it's the one with all the brand name, uh, the the brands instead of streets. And uh, yeah, it's just a much quicker game. Like you can get a a game done in sort of thirty or forty minutes rather than three hours. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but. We bought a uh, a Harry Potter game. Uh, it was called like Escape from Hogwarts or something. Um, but it was like a strategy game. But instead of competing against each other, you all had to work as the 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 characters. You know, Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and a few others, um, cool. and use your different powers and work as a team to defeat. The, the evil yeah that was a really good game yeah that's like so fun I don't know excuse me now we just need a bad boys 3 game alright <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's see I mean yeah uh, was it, I think Art sent us that article right I mean they're actually yeah. filming now so we can only hope man that'll be amazing Oh, and then who knows how it's going to turn out but just the fact that we're getting a new movie coming out you know while we're recording and just uh, it's never been done so you know what I mean it'll be cool I mean I don't know if we record they did, what time what, what year did the second one come out uh, it's yeah I was going to say it's yeah. been a while yeah see so hopefully you know it has. Uh, and it's funny Michael Bay hasn't made a movie other than Transformers since <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. They didn't. Uh, work. Oh, no, he made. Did he make painting game? Yeah, he, he has. Yeah. yeah, he did painting mm-hmm. game. But that's, I think, about it. Right. Yeah. Oh no, he did um, thirteen hours too. Which oh, that's really right. Good. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, man, I think that's uh, Tony. Tony said his uh, weekend. Everyone's oh shit, he it's announced. Sorry, it's uh-huh. announced that Michael Bay is going to direct Robo Apocalypse. Oh what? Yeah. Yeah, which is a really hard R um sci-fi you know yeah. robo robots are taking over the world. Oh, cool. So that's oh, I I, right up I that. listened I listened. Oh no, I actually read this book, Fonzo. I didn't listen to it. I actually read this book. Ooh. Bitch. Um very good book would make a very good movie. It's a huge scope. I mean, it's a giant, it'd be, you know, a big epic thing. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. It's only announced, so. Um, but, yeah, that'd be interesting to see how that, that plays out. Well, it'll be nothing like the book. He's going to add his humor. He's going to add all stupid. Oh, it's stuff. it's quite possible. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Unfortunately, you might be right. Yeah. Oh man, I want to thank our champ, our BBPC. Who the fuck is Reggie Champion of the World? Reed Wilson, all the way from Kiwi Land. Yeah. Join us this evening. Little baby chickens. <laughs> <laughs> help uh, help us with episode 430, the Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly rant at all things movies. I've been your host, Fonzo, saying, never trust a big booty and smile, but we ride together. That girl is poison. <laughs> We die together. <laughs> <laughs> MCP, bad boys for life.